tell you about Echelon. When it comes to getting in shape and staying there, you know, we're the people you want to look at and talk to. That's us, uh, the most in shape uh, people in our society today. Um, and uh, look, I know my wife is actually one of the people who is in shape. And, uh, you know, when you can have a, an option, especially in these times when gyms are opening and closing in state after state, you have an option of being home and being able to do all the things you want to do uh, and keep it going. Echelon is the way to go. It's going to cost you like one one thousandth of their competitors. That's just my estimate. That's not exactly their estimate, but it's a lot cheaper. Uh, Echelon has the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, and rowing machines, plus their all-new Echelon Stride Smart treadmill. Uh, it's a great, fun, and challenging way to do all this stuff at your house, and it's a lot less expensive than the competitors. Echelon is affordable for everyone. One membership lets up to five family members all work out at the same time. Uh, and Right now, you can try any Echelon fitness equipment at home for 30 days. You're going to love it. EchelonFit.com slash Beck is the place to go. Echelon.com slash Beck, E-C-E-E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash Beck. If I don't know how to spell it, I don't know how... That's why I can't work out. It's my only excuse. I just... I I tried to get this equipment, and I can't spell it. Echelon.com slash Beck. For Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. So uh, the Trump legal team seems, seems to have changed, although there's some contention about that as well. We'll get into all of that coming up in sixty seconds. This is the Glenn Beck program. The holidays are a time for family, joyous celebrations, and giving back to your community. But if you're spending more time online during the holidays, shopping and browsing, you could unknowingly be giving away a lot more than you want to be, like your personal information, to cyber criminals. This holiday season, protect yourself by protecting your devices and your personal information with Norton 360. With Norton 360, you're going to get real-time protection against existing and emerging cyber threats that put your personal information at risk, including device security and a VPN with bank-grade encryption. It's a toolbox that's going to protect things like your logins and your passwords and keep you more secure when you're on Wi-Fi, even if it's public Wi-Fi, and that's important, which is usually about as safe as a cargo ship in Somali waters. Not very safe. With Norton 360, you're getting a powerhouse of cybersecurity so you don't have to worry. No one can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a great way to give you and your family the gift that keeps on giving all year long. you got to do something like this. I mean, you need Norton today. Save up to 50% on your annual subscription on your first year at Norton.com slash Beck. Norton.com slash Beck for 50% off. Mm-hmm. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Sidney Powell no longer with the uh, the Trump legal team. Although, was she ever with the Trump legal team? 
There seems to be some dispute over <laughs> no that. No one knows. No one knows. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently she wasn't getting paid by the Trump legal team. She seemed to be representing the Trump legal team. The Trump legal team did say she was part of the Trump legal yeah. team several so times. The president, uh, President Trump said that himself. And the on RNC. November 14th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so everybody said, yeah, she's uh, she's the head <laughs> of the Trump legal team. Did she just wander <laughs> in? Is that what happened? Yes, like, I guess just anybody like... can just go in <laughs> and start speaking for the Trump legal team. It's kind of cool. It is a very very strange development. Obviously, there's it been is. reporting of, of a you know infighting behind the scenes, and then that seems to be it seems to be that Giuliani won the battle. I, I guess mm. uh, whatever power struggle was going on seems to be won by Giuliani. Hmm. Um, I don't know if that's exactly right, but that seems to be what the reporting is indicating. I, either that or Sidney Powell was just like she was getting coffee down the hall and some wandered into the press conference. They just let her talk. I don't know <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. It's a very strange development. It is weird. It is weird. And from what I read, there seems to be some contention over uh, the Dominion vote switching machines, too. Whether or not that actually happened. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> they actually that's one way. Of, yeah. They have not presented it in court. No. And this so, is what we've been, we've I, don't, been, I don't know why. We've been talking about this. Well, because I don't think they have evidence to prove it in court, at least when out she of this says, time. She strongly <laughs> says they do. You mean this woman who's not part of the legal team yes. says she... Yes. <laughs> I don't, I, again, we had her on the show. Mm. I, she <clears throat> tries to. She's trying to present a case. It seems to be that she's presenting a case that uh, is uh, has no end, end game in court. Right. Like she's talking about it as a lawyer in public, but is not talking about it in court. Now, she yeah. again, yeah. I keep coming back to the same thing. We don't have to litigate or understand their evidence. It is not our job as citizens, as broadcasters, as people who are just trying to know the truth uh-huh. to be able to decipher this stuff, because this will be an issue that is fought in court. It's not an issue that is you don't overturn elections on social media. That is Why? not how this occurs. Why D- didn't the founders intend uh, Twitter to decide these things? Well, they were, they actually in the Constitution huh. it says MySpace, but they were just oh, a little they were a little off on their timing. <laughs> uh, MySpace <laughs> didn't work out. So you know this stuff. It's like it's somewhat. It's just a, a a bunch of talking points for people to discuss on on you know conservative media as to whether mm-hmm. these things have truth or not, or to share them on Facebook and everyone puts throws their opinion in there. What happens in reality when it comes to the campaign is what happens in court. And they have, you're right, not filed anything to do with the Dominion voting machines in court because they don't have evidence that would hold up in court, at least that they've revealed to anyone, including, by the way, many high ranking officials in the Trump administration who are telling people all over the place as much as they can. uh, She's given us no evidence of this. And as I was saying on my show. Uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, which immediately precedes this. I love that show. Yeah, it's so that, good. The people are are just raving about it. Mm-hmm. Raving about no it. No need of a recount on that one, Pat. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, they had me last week, <laughs> as I think yeah. you know. Yes. For about 15 minutes, she yeah. had me. Mm-hmm. She had me. I was kind of thought, okay, you don't present this strong a case to the American people if you don't have something, Right. No, wrong, apparently. I don't know. Maybe you do. But I was I was really I was swayed for a while by what she was saying that she had evidence that 7 million votes were overturned. Well, and then you got nothing? It's it's very strange. Right. Well, what very we said strange. at the time was if you go out 
and say these types of things without evidence, you're going to look like an idiot. Yeah. Right? You're going to be yeah. look. You're going to be, and it's going to hurt your career. Right. And I mean, here we are, three or four days later, and she's no longer on the legal team. Or I mean, right. maybe she never was, but she's not on it now. We know that. Right. And and the thing I think that's appealing about the the Dominion case over some of the stuff that Giuliani was talking about that has I think real some of it has credibility. I mean, you know, that when you're talking about uh, not necessarily overturning elections, but election mm-hmm. fraud and and that is important i mean you go yeah. after that when you could find it mm-hmm. the thing about what was appealing to a lot of people about the Sidney powell angle is she presented something that if true could sway the election the stuff that, that giuliani was talking about has a lot more likelihood of being true but also a lot less likelihood of overturning the election when you talk about there's twenty thousand votes mm-hmm. here that shouldn't have been counted well that might actually be true right yeah but but it's, it's not, not going to overturn the exactly. election. With Sidney Powell, I mean, Sidney Powell is basically out there saying that Trump won in a landslide. And so it, right. you would need something that systemic right. to overturn an election like this. Well, we heard that. We heard that that she said he won in a landslide. And then um, who was it that kind of repeated that th- theory and took it a little bit further by saying Trump actually w- won 410 electoral votes? <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Including, I think they said, including California. Wow. Yeah. So that's a massive victory for for the president. When these Um, things happen and the the stakes are this high, it's impossible to know what to trust. Yeah. Right. But what you can know, right, is we have a Republican candidate Mm -hmm. who has basically unlimited resources to fight these things. He can hire any lawyer that he wants, and mm-hmm. those lawyers can bring to court cases that they believe will overturn votes. If they're not doing that, there's a reason for it. If they're not doing, if they're not bringing this echelon case, there's a reason for it. Now, there's another possibility you could argue, I think, here, which is one of the issues the Trump legal campaign has had is standing in these cases. Sometimes when you say, like, you know, you need to have legal standing to bring yeah. these cases in front of the court. Right. And if Sidney Powell is uh, the, the campaign attorney, there might be a, an argument for some of these cases that it's not the Trump campaign that was wronged, but maybe a particular voter. Maybe they're trying to come up with a legal separation so they can file a, a case a certain way. Again, I, I'm pretty skeptical on all of this stuff. I think that's the best way to start. And I keep saying to people, there's no reason for us to plan for a new Trump presidency, right? Like, let's just say Trump wins and they overturn Mm -hmm. this and he wins. Well, that's easy, right? We can all sit here and say, okay, our republic might be safe for the next four years. Whatever you think on that issue, right? Mm -hmm. It's easy to plan for good news. I'm worried that, like, right now we're doing nothing to prepare for a Biden presidency when we're just keep we keep talking constantly about this right like like yeah. for example you know the, this they they but uh they, what you'll hear is a chief of staff don't was give named, up right, keep yeah. the faith all I understand of those that. things and but like again our faith has little to do with the elections well, it has here. nothing to do with it right it happens in court the mm-hmm. the attorney the attorneys will go to court and file these things and and what right. will happen in court will happen that's what i keep and doing. we will be I, completely I separate no say to in this it. we have no say in it none we had our say on election day yeah. right that was our role here and if this is going to change, uh, it's going to be in the courts. As Rudy Giuliani talked about, as former or maybe never campaign attorney Sidney Powell has talked about, this is a legal, as Jenna Ellis has talked about, this is a legal uh, procedure at this point. So we mm-hmm. don't have any role in that part. What we do have a role in is looking at 
what could happen down the future or in the future i mean you know biden has named a chief of staff a secretary of state it looks like mm-hmm. you know I, you haven't seen the typical conservative reaction to those things because no one's looking at it mm-hmm. you know he's he biden in a way in a weird way if you're a biden administration and once again this is working in his favor as he's coming into potentially coming into office here he is getting no scrutiny on right. any of these picks on any of these developments because mm-hmm. There are there's a large portion of people that are, you know, Sidney Powell, who are just saying like, oh, well, we're going to win. So don't worry about it. And it's like, well, we do have to worry about it, because if 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 Trump comes back and wins, that's easy. Mm -hmm. We there's no need for us to be worried about that scenario. That's an easy one. Like we just continue as we are. But if Biden comes in and he has no scrutiny on any of this stuff. Who's going to point it out? You think the you think you know ABC News tomorrow is going to do a deep dive into the new Secretary of State pick for Joe Biden? That's not going to happen. No. If we don't do it, no one's going to do it. Right. And seventy three million people are just all counting on Sidney Powell right now. Right. And except that, and one of the people who isn't is Donald Trump apparently. <laughs> right. After right. all of this, who just said goodbye to her? Uh, they are uh, distancing themselves from her. Yes. Uh, there is there there is talk that the rest of his legal team doesn't buy into the Dominion switching thing. That that it didn't happen. So if you've got the Trump legal team kind of split on that issue, that's not a good sign. Probably no, it probably that's, isn't. Uh, it's probably not a good sign. No, I, well, look, I, it's tough. It's a tough one to, to decipher because you have a. a an impossible situation because i mean let's go to the you go to the extreme here and let's say they did they find evidence that 10 million votes were cast mm-hmm. uh, and switched right they mm-hmm. come up with the evidence it's proven and you know they overturn the results we're at a point where we almost don't have a republic like a, a, a republic mm-hmm. is not you don't have a legitimate republic if you have the possibility of 10 million votes being switched yeah right yeah we, we basically don't have a country at that point and we're starting from scratch because obviously we all know i mean look the the most minor <laughs> thing you know and jemima leaves their their logo on the box and the left will riot you, you can't <laughs> they do that every every 10 <laughs> seconds mm-hmm. of course they would riot but they would riot for any reason but like when you go to the point of like if that think about the possibility of that world where we find out 10 million votes have been switched we have absolutely no system of government we we, we, can, we are completely a, a a fraudulent nation at that point you know and it's it's you know it's tough mm-hmm. to even know whether that's something you want to argue for uh, <laughs> because honestly like if it's true i want it out 100% and we have to deal with the consequences of that. But gosh, that's a scary reality. If the reality is we can have a presidential election where 10 million votes have been switched yeah, when, and no one picks this up, we are in a totally different world than we imagine we are. And no it's not a positive one. Yeah, no question. Well, and she said that that's what those machines were created to do. Yeah. Which is kind of strange that we then ordered them here in the United States of America. Right. And look, uh, yeah, give us the ones where uh, you can switch the votes uh, <laughs> that people make. Okay, let's buy those. Well, yeah, uh, that's not a good idea. A lot of Republicans in on that one too, and <laughs> yeah. like it's it's like it's uh-huh. just such a strange, you know. And we know, the one thing we do know is in Georgia, right? Georgia, because 
people had questions about these digital voting situations. Mm -hmm. uh, Republicans pushed hard for paper records of each vote. So you go in there, you take, you Mm -hmm. cast your vote. It spits out a paper ballot that, that then you as a voter look at and say, yes, that says Trump. Right. Then you, Mm -hmm. then you slide it through the machine that gets confirmed and then that gets stored away. So if they want to do a separate paper recount, they can. So they went through that and the paper recount, with the exception of about a thousand votes uh, across the entire state, matched up pretty much uh, exactly. I mean, it was it was I think it was it was eleven hundred or nine hundred votes. Uh, and that was picked up in one of their recanvas uh, operations. Bottom line is that at least there, they, those machines seem to uh, to uh, to operate successfully. doesn't mean that they did that everywhere. Yeah. But, you know, it's an indication. And those are, again, Republican, like hardcore Trump supporters pushed those those changes through in a good way. I mean, it's I think it's yeah. a good thing that we have those backups. I'm actually surprised sometimes at how many backups we have in this situation. Yeah, like, there's a lot there. Actually, I, I didn't know we had that many systems. Yeah, that many backup systems. Right. I had no idea. Yeah. So, so I mean, we, look, we've seen we've seen elections overturned recently there was one in north carolina just a couple of years ago that was overturned because of election fraud it does happen it does it's just never happened on a not on a, scale a national like scale not a, and not yeah. a scale like this right i mean we, you know this is the you know this would be the as, as tucker carlson pointed out correctly this would be the biggest crime in american history no question no question yeah so you gotta you gotta have evidence of that and you know i think what the trump legal team is, is saying Sidney Powell is not presenting evidence of this. They're not comfortable with it. And if they're not comfortable right. with it, we shouldn't be comfortable with it. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More coming up at sixty seconds. So no matter what goes on in the world, there are two things we can count on. New music, new podcasts. And the best way to listen? Using a pair of premium wireless earbuds, especially if you can get them at less than half the price of the other guys. And I'm talking Apple. That's why I recommend and use wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon's newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, the best ones yet with six hours of playtime and seamless Bluetooth pairing. You'll get more bass than in previous models, a noise-isolating fit that really allows you to focus on what you're listening to. Raycon's E25s also have more compact design than ever. They're stylish, discreet, no wires, no stems hanging out of your ears, ever. Raycon was founded by Ray J and counts celebrities like Snoop Dogg and J.R. Smith among the fans. They offer a 45-day return policy, so give them a try. Yeah, Snoop Dogg, I wear them too. Oh, it drives them nuts. Limited time, 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds by Raycon.com slash Beck. Raycon.com slash Beck. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Triple triple eight seven two seven. Uh, B-E-C-K, just kind of kicking around the uh, the election and uh, whether or not it's going to be overturned. You know, if it were to be overturned, and this is no reason not to pursue it, but if it were to be overturned, can you imagine? <laughs> no. It, it'd be worth it because I don't want Joe Biden. And I want, well, more than that. I don't want, you the, want, I want the, the election truth. to be, yeah. y- you want it to be a, a true election. You want it to be the will of the American people. And so if they did steal it, you want it put back where it should be. Uh, but man, there there would be some 
there would be some discontent in this country. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wow. might be a bit of an understatement. Yeah, there. uh, there's discontent now, and none of this stuff, you know, like it hasn't yeah. been overturned. Oh man, you know, you, look, you, they said, they said, Sydney Powell said on this show, though she is apparently not on the legal team, but she did say on this show. <laughs> Yeah, that was she, she on the legal team Friday when yeah. she said, I, I don't know. We the answer don't to that. know. We don't know. She's uh, she's what was the quote? I loved it. It was like she's practicing a law on her own. Like, yes. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> she's just hanging out. That was just practicing quote. some law. Yeah. She's just yeah. no big deal. Um, uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> there's this idea that, you know, that if this all goes through, you know, there's going to be this big change in the election. And again, I think that you can look at that and say, uh, you know, you can look at what Rudy Giuliani said as well during that press conference. Rudy Giuliani said, we have a tough time constraint. He's very aware of the time constraints uh, Mm -hmm. going on. Uh, However, well, yeah, uh, Michigan and Pennsylvania are both certified today. Today. (laughs) Today. Today. So, you know, but I mean, he told told us, uh, you know, he told in the press conference, Sidney Powell said to us, they know the time constraints. They know how it's a tough road, right? Mm-hmm. However, as Rudy Giuliani said, they can prove this 18 different ways. So, wow. So he's got to pick one of those 18 and go <laughs> to court with it. Let's do it. Right. Let's do it. And if he does that, well, you know, great. Like we're closer to the truth if the truth yeah. comes out that way. But we to, to to prepare for that at this point is it, it's not there's no necess, there's not really a need for the American people to be litigating this. This is the the true. The, the campaigns uh, job, and they said they can prove it. They said they know the time constraints. They said they know how difficult it was, and they said they will prove it. Interestingly, so, they've said they that, and yet they've not presented that case yet in any court case. They have not yet created or or presented the case where there was massive fraud. That's not even what they've been arguing in court yet. Yeah, you know, you go through the. Academic. They have not even brought up the Dominion machines. No, in court they've now they found they they've talked they found witnesses that have talked about election irregularities yes and we, but the widespread massive mm-hmm. vote switching situation they have not brought up in court yeah and you know again it's tough it's a tough ask to for a legal team to put this together in such a short time it's the system that we have and you know you look at you know giuliani made a big deal about how people were saying there's no evidence and he's like i have all these affidavits and that's true like he does have affidavits and technically that is evidence by the mm-hmm. same standard, there was there was evidence against Brett Kavanaugh, right? I mean, there were people who testified in a court of law, or or in front of not in a court of law actually, which was an interesting uh, yeah. uh, you know addendum to that. But so there are differences. But people who testified that you know in front of Congress that this was accurate and that he did all these things, you know, I, to me, getting a couple people to say something is one thing. To get this sort of scale is another. So they do have people who are saying that there was election fraud, and I think that is something legitimate to look into. Uh, but again, we're seeing the the internal dis- discourse uh, flattening out a little bit here in inside the Trump campaign and inside the Trump administration, and that's not going to give you increased hope that this is going to actually get overturned. And Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Here in Texas, in uh, Tarrant County, they've issued an urgent stay-at-home warning. It's urgent. This is an emergency. City of Fort Worth, Tarrant County, 
have issued formal requests asking residents to stay at home and drastically limit social interactions to help combat the record-breaking surge in COVID-19 cases. I love it when they say it's an all-time record. Yeah, this has been going on since March. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good it's point. an all-time record. All <laughs> time, this has never happened. All time. Yeah, it's it's been six months. Okay, that's uh, it's kind of a weird way to put it, but th- they claim record numbers. And I guess in Texas, from the beginning till now, we've had over a million infections, and we were the first state to get there. Yeah. We're number one. Yay, we yeah, are number, number one. one. I mean, the, 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 all these stats are always misleading for one specific reason. The mm-hmm. first outbreak, we didn't have any testing. So we couldn't detect right, the cases. Yes. So you were basically saying the, 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 a big, the biggest record since very recently. Like, not even March. That's true. They're not going That's back true. there. Because you know, maybe we've been testing at this rate since September? Oh, and no. October? And it's even higher, way higher than then. Uh, you know, the, the testing has been... Again, a a a, a uh, something that was criticized early in, in March, basically, and has since then been in, an incredible success story. I mean, if you look at uh, the 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 number of tests that we're doing every day, back in the summer we were doing about eight hundred thousand tests a day. So that was back in March. We're doing like literally like zero or a, a few hundred a day at the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. Then we got up to eight hundred thousand by that summer second wave that they call it uh when texas arizona florida were kind of in the news a lot right um we did we did two million tests the other day two million in a day yeah more than double the summer peaks wow which is really an incredible (laughs) accomplishment uh so you're seeing that uh some of the increase is always testing. It's like when you look at, you go back and people's, uh, well, you know, people, uh, when, you, like when you don't adjust a number for inflation, right? You take a number from the 1950s, an economic number, and talk about it today, and you don't adjust it for inflation. It's a it's disingenuous argument. The same thing is happening mm-hmm. here with the COVID stats, right? Because you're talking about double, triple numbers from relatively recently. So part of this increase is due to testing, that's why the, the the records are being hit every day. On the other hand, we also are seeing an increase until only the last few days of test positive percentage. So they're doing all these tests, but the test the 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 number uh, the percentage of uh, tests coming back positive has increased significantly. So I mean, I think it's it's probably the right answer that we are in the middle of another one of these waves. I mean, you're seeing it for sure in hospitalizations, which are the highest by a pretty large margin in either one of these spikes. It's an all-time record. And that one is an all-time record, although, it's an all-time again, record. since March. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, and that's the difference with this this <clears throat> this sort of wave of COVID and the, the two previous ones is it's not very localized. So we're not getting the mm. intense craziness of a New York City that we have. Right. We're just getting... Uh, not a lot. even in New York City. Not even although in New York although City. Although their numbers are up. Their, like n- their numbers else. are up, yep, and they've yeah. closed all their schools. <laughs> but even like North Dakota and South Dakota, which have really high per million numbers right now, even though there's only four people who live in those states combined. I don't mm-hmm. know if people know that. Christy Nome is there, and there's three other people. <laughs> uh, but uh, so the numbers per million are very high there. But again, it's spread out all around the country where you're seeing increases. And, and look, they're going to freak out over this. 
there's a couple reasons for that. They, of course, want to turn that into a control situation. Yep. There is legitimate concern. And also, they, they want to cover... There's a CYA situation going on here. They're, they're covering mm-hmm. their butts here. trying to. If they don't come out with the most panicky of panicked things to say, and they don't tell everyone to never... Don't even... Don't even forget Thanksgiving dinner with your family. Don't even eat turkey. Turkey mm-hmm. might have coronavirus on it. If they don't say that, then they look... They're, they look like they were too easy on the problem. They weren't taking it seriously. But they've gotten absolutely ridiculous. Right. Telling people, uh, don't have anybody for Thanksgiving <laughs> except the people who live with you. Right. In fact, don't even <laughs> eat with the people who live with you. <laughs> have it in separate rooms. Go outside. I Come on. The people in northern climates <laughs> right. are going are gonna to go outside for Thanksgiving dinner when no. it's 38 degrees. Okay. 38 if you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. I mean, I've, we've had, uh, I remember back living up north, there were days a lot colder than 38 degrees. Yes. I don't know what it's going to be like this this year. I haven't looked at any of the northern weather. I mean, it's if it's an option for you in Texas, which it is, it's supposed to be 71 here yeah. on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That sounds Might like a fantastic nice here. day to sit outside and, yeah. have, and have Thanksgiving dinner. There's some places where you could do that. It's not an option up north. I mean, they're telling you not to travel. I, I, mm-hmm. I just saw a story on CNN. People are traveling anyway. Well, of course they are. <laughs> They're not going to just stay home because you said you shouldn't travel. They're going to travel. They're going to go to their relatives. They're going to go home and see their families on Thanksgiving. It's going to happen. You know what? It happened in 1918 when there was a far worse pandemic than today. It was a far more virulent and and much worse technology much on the medical worse. side to get to to alleviate it. Yeah, you know. Yes, and there was no hope of a quick vaccine. In fact, I mean, we do have a vaccine now for that kind of flu. Pretty much, that's the flu but shot. Not, I think that you get every year. Yeah, not incredibly effective. Oh, that's they think about that though. Like this is year you pointed out it's only this has only been going on since march this is year one of this COVID thing who knows what it looks like in the it's, future in, in it's 1918 year 102 yeah. for the spanish <laughs> still flu sucks yeah and <laughs> no, year 102 yeah. it still sucks and in 1918 and 1919 and 1920 people were actually having thanksgiving dinner together they you know they were just getting through the war to end all wars they were celebrating that they weren't going to stop everything for this for that pandemic and it was bad it was worse than this and and there were some closures there were some school closures and they were closing some restaurants and bars mm-hmm. um but they had thanksgiving together anyway and and that's what people are going to do this time uh, yeah i think there would be there's the, this idea that what government should do is mandate a bunch of crazy things and yeah. then in addition to that, go and say, okay, well, look, we have uh, a mandate in place and we're going to tell you to do all these crazy things mm-hmm. and we're going to try to prevent every activity that you are uh, dealing with. You know, if it's Thanksgiving, we don't want you to have it. We want you to bring separate utensils. We want right. all these crazy pieces of advice when like there probably is like sensible things that you could be advising. And if the go- people actually trusted the government because they were giving reliable advice and information routinely mm-hmm. then you might be able to make a difference like there was some study that came out of i think it was japan where they t- took a room and they filled it with smoke and they saw, thought how long is it going to take for the smoke to dissipate in the room okay with one door open and it was like something like 45 minutes it would eventually circulate out of the room if you opened up two doors right you had a cross ventilation yeah right it, it lowered to like 
I don't know, it was like 11 minutes. I'm making these numbers. I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was significantly different. Mm-hmm. And even if you only had one, not, not every room has two openings, right? You might not be might have that option. But if you do, right, and then the weather's not freezing outside, opening windows, all that stuff makes a huge difference when it comes to something like this. Ventilation, scientists go back to this over and over again. Ventilation is a huge part of this. It's important. Yeah. H- huge part. But they did the thing where they just took a fan, a, a, a normal like floor fan that you'd have in your room to, to and, and pointed it essentially out of the room and it cut the uh, the uh, the the way the, you know, to get the smoke to dissipate, cut it from like 45 minutes to like 18. And when they took a second fan and they kind of just blew it into the room. So you had two fans, one blowing in on the bottom, one blowing out on the top. It's cut it to like 10 minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. It decreased the <laughs> amount of time that it's just about air circulation that's why outside is so much better you have better ventilation so doing things like that that people might actually do you throw a fan on in the corner of the room if you thought it would help right like why not it doesn't it's not doing anything to you it's not Mm -hmm. like i need to break up my family to get through this thing that most people survive but hey if you've got somebody in your in your home that's particularly old or particularly vulnerable i think people would throw on a fan in the corner maybe that would help Instead right. of giving things that, you know, basic things that might actually make a difference and are doable for people, it's like, no, let's just ban Thanksgiving. Right. Like that, it, no it, one silly. is going to listen to that. It's silly. And let the people decide. Like, yeah. if you have somebody who's really high risk, all right, take care of that person. Or that person takes care of themselves. Right. We're adults, right? And so I think we can make that dis- the that determination on our own and that's what's happening too it is what's happening because nobody wants to get it i mean if they get it they get it and if they don't they try not to but of course you know they're not gonna they're not gonna completely upend their lives not to get it i think in most cases for people who aren't high risk yeah, right. I, I know. Like, if, if you have a person who's in your family who's old and uh, or has you know coming off of a terrible illness, yeah, then you, sure, you're going to take precautions. You're going to take precautions, and that's what and people that are doing, by the way. Yes, I, 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 none of this needs to be in the form of a government mandate. And uh, what we're finding over and over again is that government mandates make almost no difference. Almost no difference. You know, people right. don't listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> they Did you do. see the, the Denmark survey? The oh, study yeah. they did the, on is this the mask one or is yeah, this the, yeah. on the masks mm-hmm. yeah uh where it made almost no difference yeah almost no difference they had a control group too and so it was mm-hmm. pretty scientific they had three thousand people and a control group yeah so there was a slight uh, improvement for people who wore masks though it was not statistically significant it was two point one percent of the people mm-hmm. uh who didn't wear masks got covid one point eight percent of those who did wear masks got covid mm-hmm Point three percent difference, not even statistically significant difference, yep. and, and, and it's within the margin of error, right? And they did go out of their way to say that that, that doesn't mean you know the whole like you're protecting someone else when you're wearing your mask thing, like they that they didn't study that at all. But still, like it's a it's an it's another data point. You know, I I go to mm-hmm. this this idea that the, the science has to be remarkably clear for the government to ever. Uh, create a mandate i would argue against them all the time because that's just from a personal liberty standpoint i don't like them but i mean if the government's going to mandate something it should be so crystal clear right yes and so the the uh, essentially the standard must be high for the government to to do this and it should i mean it might be low for you to do it on your own right you don't need to have 
pr- 100% proof that a mask might help for you to do it on your own. If you think it might help a little bit, maybe you do it. We got some uh, great news for you because I, I know you're a, a big Governor Cuomo fan. Uh, uh, Andrew Cuomo, you love him. <laughs> so uh, you're going to be excited that he just won an Emmy for his COVID press conferences. Um, <laughs> and we'll get into that coming up in a second. No! Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Andrew Cuomo actually won an Emmy for his COVID press conferences. That's amazing. And we've got some reaction to that from uh, New Yorkers, which is kind of fun. Uh, That's coming up in here in a second. All right, Thanksgiving, days away, and we got Christmas. You might actually be seeing family members. I know, it's it's scary. We still got time to get rid of the bags and puffiness under your eyes and get those compliments around the dinner table, all from very huge distances, um, perhaps outside in 20-degree weather. You can get all that done with GenuCell. Right now, every order until Thanksgiving includes Chamonix's brand-new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum. It's free. With Zotique, you're going to get the skin uh, that you that you want to have, smooth as silk, free from redness, acne, and acne scars, not to mention faster collagen produ- production. Zotique increases firmness, smoothness, and helps to get rid of things like redness and uh, stress breakouts. And uh, say goodbye to those crow's feet and laugh lines. It does it all. With immediate effects, you're going to see results in 12 hours or less. Everyone's going to notice the difference, and that's guaranteed. Or you get 100% of your money back. There's no risk here. Call 800-577-8709 or go to GenuCell.com. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. With this Black Friday special they got going on, you get the GenuCell Eyelid Lift and uh, Crystals at Home Microderm Abrasion Treatment. Uh, it's spa-level comfort in your own home. Shipping is also free. They're hooking you up, and there's no risk. Why not give it a shot? 800-577-8709 or go to GenuCell.com. GenuCell.com. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Hey, it's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. What, do you, what, what are your thoughts on the vaccine, Stu? Are you going to take the vaccine? Oh, uh, when it comes out, I mean, just inject me right now, right now. Yes, yeah. I am. I'm actually. Are actually, you okay with the vaccine? I love needles. That's yeah. why I started heroin, Pat. And I chose really? that one over crack because I really like the needle aspect right. of it. Uh, no, I mean, I am really, I am really optimistic. I'm come to the point now where I, the only way I actually see us going back to normal is this thing working. Yeah, I'm no longer, yes. you know, at the point where I think there's a way we're going to mask ourselves into low enough rates for the economy to open. There's no way. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not saying I was ever there with masks, but you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a there's a theory that like maybe you could get it low enough where you could open up. It's going to keep raging back into our lives until we come up with a way to uh, come up with a technological it. solution mm-hmm. uh, to eliminate it among enough people that it's not really a, that big of a problem. And it sounds like with the. Uh, Pfizer and Moderna, 94 and a half and 95%. Incredible if that holds up. That's incredible if that's accurate. It's really promising. And, you know, we haven't seen any side effects. We've seen equal results with older people and younger people, which is a really, which is a really big deal with something like this. Obviously, especially with this particular virus. So, you know, we don't know for sure. We're still kind of judging off of press releases, so we don't know. But if it comes to make through, it worse for me is if they mandate it, because yep. then I'm not going to want to do it. I hope they I don't, don't do want to do it. Because really, if it's this, if it's really 90, 95 percent effective, which I assume is probably higher than it will end up. But still, let's say it's 80 percent effective. Yeah. If that if that happens, you don't need to force anyone to take it. Right. You will. It, there, there will be enough people that take it. Yeah. You that, probably have 15 to 20 percent of people who have already had it. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. Like myself. 
myself. I'm a COVID-19 survivor, oh, as you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and then you have... As well as a Canadian sports hero. Right. Both of those things yeah. I am. Yeah. And then in addition to that, you have, <laughs> let's say, half the country, the polls are right and half the country says, I'll take it and half doesn't. Even if you do that, you're still at 50 to 60% of people who are immune uh, from the virus, which is enough to make the spread so much slower yeah. that it wouldn't it wouldn't be something you need. It to. would eventually eradicate it mostly, yeah. like like measles, you yeah. know, to the point where measles is eradicated. Yeah. And and the bottom line is, if it's ninety percent effective, and you go through that first wave of people taking the vaccine, and it's okay, right? People don't just start keeling over for you know mm-hmm. some side effect. Mm-hmm. Then people will be convinced to start taking it, just like they were with measles, right? I mean, like for all mm-hmm. the controversy around vaccines when it comes to the MMR vaccine and all these things, the overwhelming majority of people still get it for their kids, yeah. right? You know, so and you have to sometimes for to get them into school. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's true, and so I hope it's not a forced thing because that, that does not make it. You know, I hope it's just let let people make their own freaking decisions. Yes, please. And if it's successful, people will. We'll take it. I mean, there, no one wants to deal with this, and we don't want a, a situation where people are threatening lockdowns every two days. Yeah. We want a path out of that, and I think this could be the way. We'll have to see how it develops. Everyone wants to keep their home and family safe, whether it's from a break-in, fire, flooding, or a medical emergency. Simply Safe Home Security delivers award-winning 24/7 protection. And with Simply Safe, you don't just get an arsenal of cameras and sensors; you get the best professional monitors in the business. They've got your back day and night, ready to send police, fire, or EMTs when you need them most, straight to your door. Simply Safe has an arsenal of sensors and cameras that protect every inch of your home. You can set it up yourself in about 30 minutes. It's super easy. Then Simply Safe professionals take over, monitoring your home 24-7 and ready to send help the moment there's an alarm. Plus, with Simply Safe, there's no long-term contract, no hidden fees or installation costs. Right now, you can get a free home security camera when you purchase a Simply Safe system at simplysafebeck.com. You'll also get a 60-day risk-free trial, so there's nothing to lose. Simply Safe professionals take over, monitoring your home 24-7 and ready to send help the moment there's an alarm. Simplysafebeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So let me take the actual history of Bilt Bar, because Glenn's a revisionist on this, okay? My right. wife discovered it. He's oh. like, oh, Tanya talked about it. She found it. My wife discovered it and told Tanya about Bilt Bar. Uh-huh. And my wife loved it. Then Tanya loved it. Then there was a large, long gap of Glenn thinking he would never eat a protein bar. Yeah. And finally, I'm trying to come to grips with the fact that Glenn <laughs> changed a story. Yeah, no, I know. Mm. It's, it's shocking. Wow. It's, it is. It is amazing. Uh, huh. But these are uh, low calorie, <laughs> high protein bars. Uh, uh, that doesn't sound sexy to uh, to some in the audience. Like, you know, if I heard that, I'd be like, well, I don't want to eat that. But it's like a candy bar. It basically like and they have amazing flavors, you know, like stuff that tastes like, you know, chocolate coconut and chocolate mint and, you know, all these crazy flavors. They release new ones all the time. You got to try it. Uh, go to BuiltBar.com. Uh, uh, BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code BECK. You're going to get $10 off your first order. The promo code is BECK at BuiltBar.com. I will tell you, there's an entire drawer in our refrigerator filled with built bars at all times uh so you're gonna like these things builtbar.com the code is beck start the radio show here in just a second to hear 
is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, all right. We promised the uh, the Andrew Cuomo video. There's a, a New Yorker reacting to Andrew Cuomo winning an Emmy for his COVID press conferences. Uh, we're going to share that with you coming up in about 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, Glenn Beck, of course, couldn't be bothered with showing up for work this week, even though the rest of us have to slave away through the holidays. That's us. You're heroes. Patents, too. Uh, yeah, he's at home hanging out with his family and grilling on the rec tech. He's become kind of obsessed with it ever since he got it a while back. Uh, you know, for a guy who used to burn everything that he touched... And, uh, you know, Glenn has some real ability in the kitchen. Uh, his mashed potatoes are historic. His his hot chocolate is it's epic. Absolutely epic. Epic hot chocolate. However, mm-hmm. uh, he never was a guy. You don't think of him as like, I'm a manly man out of the grill. That's not Glenn, no. Glenn Beck at all. However, the science and the technology behind Rectech is so great. Uh, even Glenn can do it right. Uh, he even talked about doing the Thanksgiving turkey on the Rectech. I don't know how that works, but uh, I'm, you know, I think uh, a lot of the, a lot of people will be interested in that. Uh, it, you can do that. It is uh, it is amazing. It grills, it smokes, it even bakes, and it gives the food you cook on it the most amazing, delicious flavor. Rectech, and it has great technology too. You can do all this stuff on your phone with it. It's incredible. It has, it's sleek and sturdy. It's smart. Uh, smart grill technology is going to blow you away. You can run the entire thing uh, from an app on your device. Check them out today. Follow Rectech on all social media and sign up for their newsletter. R E C T E Q. It's Rectech with a Q on the end. Visit Rectech with a Q dot com. R E C T E Q. All right, Andrew Cuomo, one of the greatest governors in the history of our nation. Am I right? No, Stu? You am are I right? not right? I, I will not play along with this. <laughs> That's how he's. Really? Pro- that is how he is promoted, though. Oh, and he promotes himself that way. He wrote yes. a book about about his response to COVID nineteen, where he killed thousands of people. Infuriating, infuriating, and we don't know, by the way, how many thousands <laughs> yeah, he's killed because right. he will not re- re- release the numbers of how many people died in nursing homes. Jeez, which is an incredible thing, and I'm. It is unique in the nation. There's a lot of left-wing governors out there mm-hmm. who are honest about how many people have died in their in their uh, states. Some people who even adopted some of the same crappy policies as Cuomo, but at least they're telling you how yeah. many people died in their nursing homes. He won't even do that. He won't even do that, which is an incredible thing. I mean, it, you know, and then the wor- he made, to make it even worse, he uses the lower numbers that he has from nursing home deaths because he does not uh, reveal the actual total. And then he uses that as a defense for the way he handled it. So, I mean, he, and this is not conservative. This is all known. Like the Associated Press has confirmed mm-hmm. this is the only state in the country doing this. Basically, what they're doing is saying, if you die in a nursing home, they count it as a nursing home death. If you're in a nursing home and you get really sick and you start coughing and you're about to die and they bring the, the, the ambulance to the hospital, uh, uh, bring the patient to the hospital in the ambulance, and then they die in the hospital. Andrew Cuomo isn't counting that as a nursing home death. Now, obviously, that's ridiculous, right? It's a nursing home resident who may right. have died in the in, a, in an ambulance on the way to the hospital seconds after leaving mm-hmm. the nursing home. And he's like, no, that's not a nursing home death. They weren't inside the nursing home when they died. 
So the estimates are that it's about 100% more deaths in nursing homes, about double the amount at least in nursing homes than he's actually disclosing. And because he has this number that is half of the reality, he's able to say, well, my rate is lower than 30 other states. It's only lower than 30 other states because you're lying about the amount, which is not a conservative point. It is not something that we dug up at the blaze. This is something that is absolutely confirmed by the Associated Press and many other fact checkers. Everybody on the left even acknowledges this is true. And then he uses that lie to defend his handling of the, of the of coronavirus. It is incomprehensible that he's not called out on this more often. And yet the man won an Emmy Award for his uh, <laughs> COVID press conferences. Here's a New Yorker reacting uh, to that victory. So I just got home, but while I was out tonight, I heard that Cuomo got an International Emmy Award for Award. his COVID and how he handled it. Are you getting an award for mass murdering the elderly? Huh? <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do, a dance when you get your Emmy? Huh? Like Springtime Hitler? Did you ever yeah. watch that musical, <laughs> Springtime with Hitler? Is that the name of it? You sick, demented, evil piece of you are. You can actually go up there and stand on stage and get an award for that? Mass murdering of the elderly. Everyone that lost a parent or a grandparent, you really need to speak out now. You really do. You really need to come out and fight against this mother that he is. It's time. Now is the time, New York. Speak up. Don't let this commie accept this award and Emmy should pay too. So she's a fan. She's clearly a fan. Huge supporter yeah. of Cuomo I, I got from that. Yeah. It's, it's she fa- likes him as much as you do, I think. <laughs> maybe even a little more. Yeah, maybe, maybe more. Maybe even a little more. Uh, it's infuriating. I mean, I, I will say, if he's going to win an award, an award for basically acting mm-hmm. might be the award for him to win. Because yes. that is what those press conferences were. They were a television show where he lied. I mean, it was a fictional television show. And most New Yorkers bought it because do you remember what his, his approval rating was yeah. during that time? It's like 82%. Yeah. And look, people tend to to coalesce around a public figure during in a moment times like of that, emergency. Right? Yeah. I mean, we even yeah. we saw that with even with Trump, but we saw we've seen it all over the world with leaders who have uh, looked at, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. when, when the coronavirus was at its peak, people you know they they huddle in and they 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 kind of like look for somebody to make them feel better and that's a lot you know cuomo did that you know that was what he did and we covered this i covered this at a column for the new york post uh also you know did a long thread of this on twitter you can get it at Stu does america if you want to check it out but the bottom line was people remember him making them feel better because he was telling them nothing was happening he was telling them it was okay to go on subways. He was telling them that it was oh, not yeah. a big deal. It was it was not as you know people more people were dying from the flu. He was saying that people were you know that we've dealt with much worse pandemics than this, much worse viruses. Yeah, and like we, we, okay, end of the day, you know, and he, and he told them over and over again up until the nineteenth of March. I'm not going to close, anything, close down. anything down. Yeah, I'll never forget what he did the press conference, and he was talking about the the uh, very successful New York businessman. Oh, his friend, good friend of his, his. Good, his good, his good. mythical buddy. Yeah, his mm-hmm. buddy who's a who's a big business guy uh, was very afraid because he was here, and we're gonna we're gonna close down the city, we're gonna close down businesses, and the guy was freaking out about it. And Cuomo told him, Ah, don't worry about it. I'd have to do that. And I'm not doing that. Yeah. You know when that happened? I'd have to do it. That press conference happened on March 19th. On March 20th, he closed.
closed down the city. I, I mean, that's just incredible. Literally the it's day incredible. before. It's because he was in, he's a massive liar. Jeez. And the only thing he cares about is himself. Right. He is completely obsessed with Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo mm-hmm. is obsessed with Andrew Cuomo. And that is why he, he actually okayed the selling of a poster where he bragged about all of the wonderful things he did with coronavirus and sold it on a New York government website where, where they drew cartoons of him driving his Camaro mm-hmm. around. <laughs> and Donald Trump was up on the moon. He was sitting on the moon in this poster. And, of course, in denial. You know, he's in denial, Pat. And you know what he was saying? This is just like the flu. Andrew Cuomo actually said that exact thing. He (laughs) said it. He said less people were dying of coronavirus than the flu. He was doing all of the things that people criticized Donald Trump on. And remember Mm. this, if you remember nothing else, that Donald Trump did his big speech that we all remember, 15 days to stop the spread. That was March 16th. It, it, he waited until multiple days after that to close down New York City where all the action was happening with coronavirus. You know, the, the idea that Cheyenne, Wyoming needed to close down in March was ridiculous. It didn't need to, right? right? But New York City is a totally different world. And while Donald Trump was saying, hey, we got to stop 15 days. Let's all hunker down and see what we can do here to, to knock this down a notch. Mm-hmm. Andrew Cuomo was still, he, you know what he did? He cut uh, gathering limits that day the same day that trump said hey we're going to shut the whole economy down uh andrew cuomo cut down gatherings to five times the national guidelines so he said hey you know what we got to cut gatherings to 50 on march 16th in new york jeez like he was way behind trump on all of this stuff and the fact that he let his, the, the virus ravage his community so thoroughly and then switched sides completely and started basically welding people in their apartments, he was able to maintain a low rate for a few months. And then that creates a book. It creates the poster sales. It creates fawning media tours. He was wrong on this every step of the way. And his handling of this was disastrous. And Basically, I want to drop as many F-bombs as that lady just did. (laughs) That's how pissed off it makes me because he gets credit from the media for this. He gets credit and and this adoration from both New York and national media because you know what the truth is? A lot of the media people were sitting there in their homes watching those press conferences terrified and he made them feel better for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. When he shouldn't, when he shouldn't have been, when when the right message was don't go on subways, he was saying go on subways. When the right message was don't go to the the Chinese fair that's going the Chinese New Year celebration, he, he was said saying to go to go. Yeah, and now Just he's like telling Pelosi you he was doing in San Francisco, right? And now when we know more about the virus, when we're able to mm. you know handle these things a little bit more uh, sensibly, and we're allowed to do things in in ways that are we know how to protect ourselves a little bit better now he's saying don't don't see any of your family members now he's saying you know what i can certainly go out without a mask on i can certainly go to you know gavin newsom going to his fancy dinners i can certainly go to uh the funerals for john lewis if i'm a democrat that's certainly okay of course that's okay but you're nothing you're a giant zilch in the society you don't matter therefore you can't do those things you know what? What should happen here is I should be able to do all these things and you shouldn't because I'm more important than you. It's incredible how virtually every one of these uh, ham fisted leaders, these leaders that are oppressing 
their own people in these various jurisdictions. They're all the ones who are doing whatever mm-hmm. they want. Yep. Lori Lightfoot in Chicago mm-hmm. doing the the hairdressing thing because she cares about her hygiene. <laughs> like you little people don't, but I care about my hygiene and it's important that I have good hygiene. So I'm going to get my hair done. I'm going to uh, retweet this. There's a, 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 a thread from uh, Carol Markowitz, who's from the New York Post. And she has just put together all of the hypocrisy from these leaders. Oh, I love I'm that. I'm going to retweet this right now oh, at great. Stu Does America. Uh, so you get to see. It's a building list. She started it in August. And it's just been building and building and building all of these. But there's a ton. Oh, there's there's plenty of them. Um, it is, it's, worth, uh, it's worth doing and uh, worth reading through because... It builds all the time. People who are hypocritical. Yeah. We, see, we say this in New York. I mean, think about this. 300,000 kids in New York City are home from school because they came up with this ridiculous percentage of positive tests, 3% across the city. And as soon as we hit that number, we're going to close down all the schools. Well, the United States as a whole has never, not for a day since this began, been below 3%. Never been below 5% as a, as a country. Mm. Now... The U, New York City has for for a couple of months here had that had that uh, had that um, that claim, which is you know wonderful. Although there's reasons for it that are deeply uh, you know, they were deeply scarred by this. I know people in New York. We know a lot of people up in New York. Mm-hmm. These people were deeply scarred by how horrible it was when Cuomo was telling them to go on subways and the virus was running rampant through society. Yep. Uh, so they are much more cautious. Than you'll see in other places. When you when when people from New York leave New York, they are hyper terrified of this. So that's what happens. Uh, it's not mandates. It's not a governor picking rules. It's people. When you get deeply scarred by this, when every night for a month and a half, all you hear outside of your apartment building are ambulances going by because it's the other the only cars on the road for a month. That's mm-hmm. a scarring experience. It what might wasn't like that in Texas. But it was like that in New York. So they're much more careful. And these things, you know, are, are you can keep the virus levels down. They, they take above 3%. They close all these schools down. These families are scrambling last minute to try to figure this out. Scientist after scientist after scientist, including Dr. Fauci, is saying don't close the schools. And yet they close the schools. Yeah. And he, and Fauci is saying don't lock down. Don't lock down. Don't close <clears throat> the schools. <clears throat> Burks is saying don't lock down. Don't close, close the schools. Mm-hmm. These are not like concern. This is not Dr. Atlas. Right. These are people who the left has told us are the only people you can trust. And yep. now the New York City, New York State is doing this all over again. And they will continue to do it because it's, it's going to kill New York. You, and you, if New York hasn't already been killed, this will kill it. And think of the incentive structure for Cuomo here. The guy just released a book about how brilliant he was. He can't have an increase. Yeah. He's going to do every dumb lockdown thing he can to try. He doesn't care about the economy. He just has to keep those numbers down. And he's doing it. He's he's squashing the entire state for his his own book sales. Mm, and amazing. He, he is the worst. And uh, unfortunately, they can't bleep me live or I would express in different <laughs> ways how bad he is. Triple eight nine hundred triple eight seven two seven B.E.C.K. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program.
Mortgage rates have been hovering near record lows for months, and they remain competitive. But there will come a time when they start to tick up, and I'm afraid that time could come quickly, which is why the lender you should call is American Financing. Whether you want to cut your mortgage payment or pay off some high-interest debt, they can help without resetting your home loan. There's no pressure, no obligation, no upfront fees or hidden fees, just an easy conversation around custom loans that will save you up to $1,000 a month without starting your term over because you shouldn't pay interest on years you don't need. Right now, it's a great time for you to get your financial house in order. I am as well. Start saving more. American Financing going to help you do just that. Call them now. Get the process started on a lower rate or debt consolidation. Call them at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440-AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www nmlsconsumeraccess.org It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenbeck program 888-727-BECK Apparently Remdesivir is uh, falling out of favor now. Uh, the Who claims no effect from Remdesivir. The band? I, yeah. I don't I mean these guys couldn't even beat a blind guy in, in pinball. <laughs> what what are we listening to them for on Remdesivir? I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Ah, don't understand well, it tell me what Roger Daltrey knows about Remdesivir. Has he had COVID even? I don't not that I know of. Typical media <laughs> it to, is. to, to hype the claims of some <laughs> aging band. Right? You know. Right, these guys are in their mid uh, late seventies. I'm sorry, I'm not listening to them. Yeah, no, they. I mean, like Remdesivir, they're going back and forth on that a little bit. It seems like there's some because they were saying it was pretty effective. Yeah, it's a, it was effective. Even the initial study basically said I want to say it was twenty percent reduction in deaths and and hospital stay for severe patients. So yeah. it was never like something you would take when you you know if you felt fine or like to prevent it in advance. It was something of like. A slight reduction in the worst outcomes is what that first study showed. Mm-hmm. Some people think that the study wasn't thorough enough. Uh, I kind of, I lean on the idea of like, look, unless you know it's going to create negative consequences, like this try is Try it. Yeah, why not? Hydroxychloroquine was another one that we went through this with. Yes. You know, it's like, well. A lot of people seem to get relief from it. A lot of people seem to be helped in the beginning, according to some doctors who used it. Yeah. And maybe, you know, we'll find out that it works on certain subsets of people. I mean, it was interesting right. to see when Donald Trump got COVID, he he, he didn't, didn't actually take it. Right. He, yeah. he took the Regeneron uh, situation uh, and the steroid and a few other things. And that seemed to work. And that just got uh, uh, got approval for emergency emergency use authorization. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, authorization, which is, is a good. That's is right. A, it's a good. It's encouraging signs. I mean, we're getting better at this, and that's what's one of the one of the better things. You saw, you know, hospitalizations peaked in March at the same levels they peaked in August, and we saw less than half of the deaths in that period. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a good. You know, we're we're getting better at fighting it, and that's really the end, the end game here. Is not the, these masks are not masks like whatever like i I understand everyone gets so passionate about that particular thing and i swear like some people are passionate about it because of tyranny some people are passionate about it because of you know medical health my wife is passionate because of of makeup uh she does not like the masks (laughs) because it ruins her makeup i don't know what the percentage is that's definitely Uh, where my wife is on that one uh Uh, but but at the end of the day uh that is like a 
you know, it's a, it's like covering a symptom. It's like, it's like, uh, maybe that helps. Let's say it helps. Let's say it's, it's beneficial and it allows us to have maybe more economic activity, more travel, all of those things, you know, at some level, I think the science shows it's moderately helpful, but it is not a panacea. It is not, it's not a cure, Mm -hmm. but all that being said, and I wish the president took more time to make this case during the election, because I think it would have been helpful. Which is like, we can all talk about locking ourselves inside of our homes to avoid this virus. But at the end of the day, what needs to happen is a medical or technological solution to eliminate it. And Mm -hmm. this is what my administration has been working on this whole time. We have multiple companies that have are, are very close to releasing these vaccines. And that's just part of it. That doesn't even include the treatments. It doesn't include the other things that we've learned. And what we're focusing on here in an administration is not micromanaging your Thanksgiving. What we're, we're, fo- we're focusing on is a long-term solution that lets us return to normal. And because of the actions that this government has taken under my leadership, that's what we're doing. That would have been a right really good message. I think it would have been an effective yeah, one. Yeah, I think it would have. Why didn't he do it? <laughs> I mean, he knew Pfizer was about to announce. Yeah. He had to know that. And he did mention it. He just, it was never a big focus of the campaign. Yeah. It may have been because, uh, you know, some people were well, skeptical Well, every time he said it. anything, they said, oh, that's not going to happen for another year and a half. Right. And then there it is. And then here it is. Yeah. Surprise! <laughs> like the day after the election. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to 2020. Oh, it's almost over. Malware is everywhere, like an entire room of live mouse traps for you to walk barefoot and blindfolded through. If you've been operating under the assumption lately that your emails are safe just because you recognize the sources, well, think again. Cybercriminals have found ways to embed malware into attached documents. And then as soon as you download them, hit enable content or enable editing, you get yourself some malware that is going to start finding and stealing your personal information on behalf of some cyber criminal. Now, if that doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun, it's because it's not. Uh, fortunately, there is a way to fight it. It's called LifeLock. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. This holiday season, get LifeLock, the leader in identity theft protection. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can help you feel warm and protected this holiday season. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. going to get you 25% off. This is something, the year 2020 has been bad enough. Don't, don't make it worse. Protect yourself with LifeLock.com. The promo code is BECK. Good. Glenn Beck. Steven Crowder, Stu Bergier, Dave Rubin, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all the conservative voices at blazetv.com. Promo code Glenn. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Thanksgiving week. Hopefully a short one for you. Hopefully uh, you have Thursday and Friday off. I think most Americans probably have Black Friday off. Can you believe it's Black Friday already? Can you believe it's Thanksgiving already? It seems like such a crappy year. <laughs> and now we're here at the holiday season. Are you noticing that it seems like the Christmas lights are up and the trees yes. are up a lot earlier oh, this year? Well, by far. Yeah. I don't think I've ever I've never seen anything seen like as it. many, at least around Texas. I mean, as soon as Halloween was over, uh, lights were going up in our neighborhood. Yeah. And it's like because everybody feels like crap. Yeah. <laughs> Give <laughs> so gonna... me something positive. Yes. And then they're like, no, you can't have Thanksgiving, you <laughs> bastards. You <laughs> That's what they're trying to take away from us. <laughs> no. No. We'll is, not have it. Is anyone 
I, I guess people on the left maybe are listening at some level. I think people on the to right not have Thanksgiving. to not have Thanksgiving. I bet some people are not doing it, but I think the overwhelming majority are saying, "Look, if Grandma and Grandpa are really sick, or they're really old, or you have someone with with a pre-existing condition that would make them they can join us virtually. Maybe they can join us virtually. We'll give yeah, them a call. Like that. You know, mm-hmm. we have to remember too the sensible <clears throat> thing here, which is a lot of us don't like our relatives. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people you actually don't want to see yeah, on Thanksgiving. Right. And yeah. maybe yeah. this is a good excuse to avoid them. Uh, but I think uh-huh. generally speaking, people are going to go to their Thanksgiving. They'll take some precautions if they can. Mm-hmm. And they're going to live with the outcome of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's, you know, that there is a certain level and, of risk that people are willing to accept. And by the way, the risk for 98.5 or 98.9 or 99% of the population is pretty small. It's like I'm going to get the flu or a cold. That's the risk for the vast majority of Americans who are under 80 years old. Yeah, yeah. I right? Mean, yeah, this, you could. The survival rate is going to be north of 99. percent I think when this is all settled. Yeah. Uh, however, you know, there are other. I mean, I, I've you know I have. And people. for the but for the most vulnerable, you always have to say this for the most yeah. vulnerable. Of course, you need to take the precautions. Yeah, and look, it's you know I we've we have people we know who went through it didn't die, but. It was really miserable. Uh, you know, yeah, that doesn't well, mean you shut down society for a, you know, I, I, I don't know that I know anybody like that. Totally. I know you guys and you yeah, we didn't were totally have any fine. symptoms. Legitimately, completely asymptomatic. Glenn's family went through it and Ta- they were sick. Yep. I guess Tanya didn't feel good, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like severe. I talked to a friend this weekend who's, you know, our age, no pre-existing conditions. Uh, entire household had it. Six people, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the mom got really sick like oh, to the really? point that they were really worried about how it was going to turn out now it turned oh, wow. it, after three or four weeks uh wind up making a comeback and was okay and now it's fine but i mean that what'd she take what'd they treat her with um uh, they injected bleach and light into her veins <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what, the best yeah. way to do it <laughs> i don't i don't know bleach kills to... it within seconds <laughs> right. i understand i think so. the vast majority of people <laughs> Please don't take bleach at home. No, <laughs> don't, yeah, no, you do not don't have to do that. You do, do you really have to tell that to people? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Uh, no, I mean, look, <clears throat> there is a uh, there is a group of. I have a, a relative too that went through a, a, like a six to six or seven week period where he was just to go to the bathroom to walk across the room would like pass out. Oh my gosh! I mean, it was like really. It is, you know. There's a there's an NFL running back, the guy who was I can't remember wow. his name. He was supposed to be the starter for Jacksonville this year, who went out on COVID leave and just never came back. Like I, when no one you know knows how serious it was. Apparently, it was very serious. You know, uh, oh, wow. the, uh, Freddie Freeman, right from the uh, mm-hmm. from the Atlanta Braves, <clears throat> wound up winning the NL, NL MVP. Uh, in a year that he came back and had it really bad. I mean, it's it is yeah. interesting who it hits there, and who it doesn't. There was a BYU player who who got it, and then it turned into pneumonia, and he was out for I don't know four or five weeks, probably. It can affect you, and, you in know, serious ways. Big, healthy, like six five, three hundred, solid muscle kind of guy. Yeah. So it's kind of surprising. You just don't know you don't who's going to go down with it really hard. But it, that's a like a personal choice is different than a societal choice. Right. You yes. can say we yep. can look at it as a society and say, well, 99 plus percent, I think it's, you know, is going to wind up being the survival rate of this. Mm-hmm. There's a there are other effects that might affect you long term. There's a decent group of people who are affecting, you know, months and months of effects after this. And we all have to internalize that. But as a society setting policy is different. You, whether mm-hmm. you're going to mandate 
closing an economy is a totally different call than whether you're going to, as your own person, uh, you know, your own individual choice, decide to go to as many, you know, close quartered con- concerts inside of uh, w- poorly ventilated bars. Right. Like you can make yeah. there are there are places in between that. And I know that's what we're all trying to find, I guess. It's easy to be critical of every government official for everything they do wrong. And I, there's some value in that. <laughs> Uh, frankly mm-hmm. but you know it is difficult i think a lot of these these governors are trying to find the right balance but this should all still be constitutional whether it's sensible to you or not and whether you think we should take more action or not you still have to deal with the constitution this is the united states of america and a lot of yep. these a lot of these politicians are thinking well what if i don't care about the constitution what if i don't do anything it says <laughs> what if instead i just do what i want to do uh-huh and that's not how this country operates it's not right right and they want it to be, they want that to be true. It's just not true. It would feel good to them if it was true, but it's not. It's terrible disappointment. Yeah. And there are people who've taken it into their own hands uh, to punish people who don't do the things that they think they should be doing. Like, like when they're on a hike in Massachusetts and they're not wearing a mask <laughs> and somebody comes by and decides that they, they've done the wrong thing. And then he starts spitting on him, telling him he has COVID-19, uh, like this this guy Help! did. Help! I have COVID. Help! I've been yeah. tested positive. Help! Here. He's, Help! he's pissed because these two women no. are not wearing masks. They're not wearing masks. And so he starts spitting on them. He takes down his mask, of course, to spit on them. This uh, is as they're outdoors hiking. Where you shouldn't be wearing a mask. No, there's, there's no, no reason. way I'm wearing a mask when I'm hiking in the mountains. <laughs> no. no. This is what I talked about when we were talking about government giving reliable, accurate information that's consistent. Right. That would be a nice thing. I mean, because there are really like you think about there are people on the left who legitimately believe that these things are necessary. You know, uh, and then the mask is the complete like you're not going to get it if you have a mask on. There's a lot of people, I think, on the left Mm -hmm. who believe if you're not wearing a mask, you're giving me covid. Yeah. And I think that is the probably the biggest failure of the media throughout this. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Which which is to say they they made this into this cultural thing where, you know, Republicans don't like masks and liberals do. And liberals are the smart ones because they wear masks. And if you just wear a mask, everything will be fine. No, that is not the message. If you wear a mask, there is probably I've looked at a ton of studies at this uh, of this, including the the Danish one that just came out uh, recently. Mm -hmm. If people wear masks, there is likely a decrease in the transmission rate. Right. So that, you know, you, you, we saw this in the, uh, the USS uh, Theodore Roosevelt. They, they did a study of this. People who wore masks got COVID and, and were the people around those who had ma- uh, masks on, you know, uh, tested positive for COVID at lower rates. There was like a 20 or 30 percent reduction in, mm. the, in, the, in the amount of spread. That's not nothing, mm-hmm. right? It's a tool. It's 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 part of the, the 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 process to try to get this to spread as slowly as possible until we come up with a real solution, right? So you could say that, which will be hopefully the vaccine. Hopefully the vaccine, right? Yeah. But like the media has not stated it like that. What the media has said is wear a mask, you don't get COVID. Don't wear a mask, you get COVID. Wear a mask, you yep. you protect everybody else with no with no exceptions uh, from COVID. If you and, and like that's not what the data shows. So they've overinflated the the material difference masks make in an effort to essentially shame people who don't like them. 
And while that seems maybe mentally to make sense, like you're, you're well, if you just wear a freaking mask, then everything would be fine. We can all go back to normal. Like that <laughs> seems like a compelling argument, I guess, to their side. But yeah. on the other hand, your people are taking less other like other precautions. They're taking less of them because they're wearing masks. Like they're not doing six feet because they're wearing masks. Well, I'm wearing, you know what I mean? They're they're mm-hmm. they're going and they're having meetings indoors because they're wearing masks. They think that solves it. It doesn't. Much, much, a much better solution is doing things outside. Like, I don't know, hiking. Right. Right. They, the right. government exactly. should have been encouraging go to the parks. We all know mm-hmm. we got these beautiful parks in our state. And you know what? We all know you guys are uh, sloths and you just want to watch Netflix all day. How about getting outside, you fat lumps, and take a freaking hike? And you know what? The great thing is you don't have to wear a mask. You're outside. You're social distance anyway, like naturally in a hiking environment. Mm-hmm. This is great. You can, it'll seem like real real life all over again. Get your fat ass out of the chair and take a walk. Wouldn't that be nice? Instead, they were like, stay inside. Don't yeah. go near the beach. <laughs> don't have Thanksgiving. I don't dare have Thanksgiving. Don't even cook a turkey. It'll kill everyone in your family. <laughs> it will. Wow. Really? <laughs> turkey's gonna kill everybody yes because you're opening your mouth and when you eat and take a bite you're sucking in the covid suck it right in right yeah it's like encourage what you know what hey uh hey guys you know what would be interesting is all these uh great churches are in the middle of this pandemic reacting to it and they're doing drive-in uh drive-in uh services and they're doing outdoor services to make sure people can still worship and that's a great idea like thank you so much to these churches who are taking these steps to make their people safe and still have their connection uh to their faith instead they're like don't go to church you bastards why do you love the devil so much only the devil would take you to church in a moment like this and it's like that is the worst possible way to communicate these messages to the yep. American people. The American people are independent. The American people are people who want to be able to make their own decisions because, you know, they live in a country where mm-hmm. the foundations of that nation specifically encourage it, right? Make mm-hmm. your own decisions. Take your own risks. Yep. And instead, they try to just, you know, har- harangue everyone into, into just, you know, these punishments and fines and levels of bureaucracy and mandates. People don't react well to that. Give them reliable, consistent information that they can actually take to heart and know you're not going to change it six days later. If you do that, the American people can look at it, assess their risk, and make their own decisions. Instead, it's so bad that you've got a left wing governor like andrew cuomo saying that the vaccine is moving so fast okay the the two vaccines from pfizer and moderna because of money and ego (laughs) wait you're making it a bad thing that they've quickly developed a vaccine in this country (laughs) (laughs) it's incredible it is unbelievable and they will this will be the same group of people who will yell at us for not following the science who will uh-huh. tell us we're the ones that hate the scientists and hate the doctors. Right. And, and then when the scientists come up with something that could get us back out and uh, able to c- communicate with each other again in person, uh, they make that a bad thing. Yeah. It's terrible. It really is terrible. And, you know, who was uh, one of the leaders of this, I hate to bring this up again, Andrew freaking Cuomo. Yes, Andrew Cuomo. Who is, who is like, you know, well, uh, what I'm going to do is uh, come up with my own separate checking process because I don't trust Trump. So we're going to take the yeah. vaccines and we're going to do our own studies on them. So you're going to withhold this From potential vaccine yeah. that, that people like even like Fauci have approved. Jeez. And you're going to do your own separate check because of politics. 
Mm-hmm. And you're going to withhold from people who might need it this vaccine. Absolutely. And then we're going to be the ones that are anti-science. Yeah, right. And this guy's going to maintain a 70% approval rating. That's how this is going to work? That is really freaking annoying. Sad but true. Sad but true. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. All right. Let me tell you about Chamonix. Thanksgiving, just a few days away, as you know. You know, all these gatherings that happen around the holidays, while they should be banned... Uh, you're still going to be seeing people that you know and you love, and they're going to be checking in on you, maybe haven't seen you in a while. This might be the first time you're connecting with with relatives in a long time over this holiday season. Look your best with Chamonix. Uh, right now, every order until Thanksgiving includes Chamonix's brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum. It's also free. Zotique uh, is going to get your skin smooth as silk, free from redness, acne, and acne scars, not to mention faster collagen production. Zotique increases firmness, smoothness, and helps you get rid of the things like redness and stress breakouts that, I mean, stress breakouts, everybody's had, everybody's had those probably this year. Say goodbye to the crow's feet and laugh lines as well. And with immediate effects, you're going to see results in 12 hours or less. Everyone's going to notice the difference, and that's guaranteed. This is the best part. You might say, oh, I heard all these claims. They don't seem possible. Well, it's 100% guaranteed. So you can just get your money back. If you don't believe it, it doesn't work for you. Then go back, get, get all your cash back in your pocket. That's a Chamonix promise. Don't wait around. Call 800-577-8709 or genucel.com. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. With the Black Friday special, you get the Genucel Eyelid Lift and Crystal's at-home microderm abrasion treatment. Spa level, level comfort in your own home. Shipping is also free. 800-577-8709 or go to genucel.com. Genucel.com. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, you know, uh, Colin Kaepernick has yeah. yet another uh, really good cause that he's <laughs> working for right now, and that's to free cop killer Abu Jamal. Yeah, Mumia. Free Mumia. Mumia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the big movement. And uh, the celebrities love this guy for some reason. Yeah, he's one of these uh, causes that's been around for a while where a guy shoots, kills a cop, and then, you know, the left just all gets together. Why is he in jail for that? Yeah. What, what did you wrong? What? These cops are pigs, so why? what's the problem here? So unbelievable. No, they're try, they've tried to make it seem like he's innocent for this. I mean, the, the evidence he is says overwhelming. He still maintains his innocence. Yeah. Well, nobody does that in jail. I know. Nobody does that in prison. He hasn't changed his story. Yeah, he said he didn't yeah. do it, but uh, although I think he did confess at one point, or at least if, if I remember the story right, we have to go through some of this. Uh, Michael Smirkanish, who's a guy we you know we used to work with back at uh, WPHT in Philadelphia, one of our uh, stations at the time, uh, has wrote a book on this uh, called uh, "Murdered by Mumia." And he did a segment on CNN basically calling out Kaepernick. Uh, hey, you need to know the facts about this story. He's really good on this. He needs to know the facts about a lot of things. A lot of things. A lot of things. Yeah. Like uh, like the like all the people that he's yelling about who have been murdered by, by cops for racist reasons. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, not one, so much on many of them. Another thing is how to read a cover two defense. Um, he doesn't seem <laughs> to know that at all either. And it's why he's out of the league. That's a whole no, different no, story. No, no, no. That was, uh, that's just racism. The reason <laughs> oh, he's out racism. of the league. I know. Yeah, it's racism. It's, the cover two has nothing to do with it. it. Nothing nothing to do with him no. being, uh, what was uh-uh. it? His, his, with uh, having about a 12 quarterback rating. That has nothing to do with it. <laughs> no, I, I can't remember if it was his last year or his second to last year where he was four or five slots in quarterback uh, QBR behind Johnny Manziel. 
who was a guy who never even got another chance. Also out of the league, yes. by the way. In fact, every person <laughs> below him never played again. And oh, wow. and several of the players above him never played again. Wasn't Tim Tebow one of those? I don't remember if Tebow was on that. Tebow, that Tebow by the way, is still not playing in professional football. I don't know if people are aware of that. Baseball, though. Yeah, he is. He's minor, minor league baseball. baseball. Mm-hmm. A little bit of that going on. Hey, everybody knows PayPal. But did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little Apply Coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, Lululemon, Macy's. Honey has found over $2 billion in savings. That's why they have over 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome Store. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds. Get money for free by joining Honey. Joinhoney.com slash back. That's joinhoney.com slash back. And welcome, Pat and Stu for Glenn this week. Triple eight. Uh, 727-B-E-C-K. Triple A just said 50 million people are still going to travel for Thanksgiving. Despite the fact they've been told not to. These murderers. 50 million murderers going places and killing people with their COVID-19 infections. Okay. Whatever. You've been warned. Super spreaders. (laughs) <laughs> Amazing. So ridiculous. Have you seen the the chart of uh, security TSA searches? No. It's pretty interesting. So right before March, it was at like 2 million a day. Searches. Uh, searches per day. Okay. People traveling. And then yeah. obviously the pandemic hits and it dropped down to like 50,000. It was like incredible. <laughs> it dropped by like over 90%. It's now been inching up obviously over time. And now we're at about uh, 1 million. So we've recovered about 50% of the travel when it comes to airline travel uh, from the beginning mm, okay. of, of the pandemic. But it's, you know, it's amazing to see something like that. It's something that is so central to American life yeah. went away almost entirely with no notice. Yeah, Jeffy used to track those numbers because they were so high right before COVID and then so incredibly low for a while afterwards. Wait, hold on. I cannot get past. Did you just say Jeffy, Jeffy used to track yes, numbers? Jeffy tracked the numbers. Did it ever go over 18? <laughs> no. No. No, it was weird because we were down to 18 for quite a while. <laughs> quite a while. Wait, In fact, you, I think he's still there. Wait, because <laughs> I, I know Pat Gray Unleashed is a great show. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while you have Jeffy on. And obviously right. that's the time I turn it off. <laughs> Obviously, you're saying during the Jeffy segments, he was giving you numeric updates on travel. Yes. Both that and on uh, chewing the fat uh, with Jeffy. By by the way, you can get that podcast as well as Pat Gray Unleashed and even uh, Stu Does America, wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. Please subscribe and uh, do all those things. We appreciate it. Of course, the show as well is available on podcast. Yeah, but that's a it is an amazing drop off to see that happen. It is to see that change. I mean, you know, you're talking about a massive alteration in a a society. Well, I remember when the whole thing started and and travel just stopped, Mm -hmm. you know, especially air travel just shut down. 
and you know we drive uh, down a freeway that happens to run next door to DFW Airport, which is, I think, in normal circumstances, like the fourth or fifth busiest airport in the world. There was zero. I mean, when you when you go uh, down that freeway uh, during normal times, you see four or five planes at a time because two thousand a day land there. There were like zero airplanes landing at DFW for months. It was it was amazing to see. Hmm. And then all of a sudden, things started coming back, and, and for some reason, it came back to the point where DFW was the number one airport in the world for a while with, uh, with, with tra- traffic. But I, I don't know where they stand now, but it is amazing to see how much things changed overnight. Just completely different uh, patterns for the American people um overnight and it just shows you how life can go upside down in a matter of seconds you're right one of the things that 2020 has taught us is how fragile all of this is yeah you know you, you realize the supply chain <laughs> everything i mean I, if, I, was, I was in target this weekend that there are not there was not probably a no toilet paper, paper towel to be found in, it's in the so place. weird the paper products yeah whether think, it's toilet paper or paper towels yeah in some cases, for a long time, for months, it was the Clorox wipes. You couldn't get them. Yep. You just couldn't get them anywhere or anything like that. And then we had that really weird run of strange smelling hand sanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> Which arc- we actually had here, and yeah. that's why I'm like, mm, It nah, smells just like that. some awful drink you'd order at a bar. Is You yeah. know, it's like that real alcohol taste. Or I didn't drink mm-hmm. too much of the uh, hand sanitizer, but when I did, it's no. I it's mean, kind of uh, like rancid swamp water yeah. is what it Ugh. smelled like. Awful. Yeah. Awful. Not good. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how, if that pops back. I mean, we should hit our peaks. I would think with Thanksgiving holiday being a pretty heavy travel time, mm-hmm. but there's enough people who are still terrified of this. This is why they won't release movies. Like there's that, that chicken and egg problem going on where like the theaters are like, well, right. we can't stay open because no, they're not releasing any movies. And the theater companies are, or the movie companies are saying, well, we can't release any movies because none of the theaters are open. No one's going to the movies, so we can't release anything that, that looks halfway decent. Makes it really hard. Makes it all, yeah. It makes and it really a hard. lot of them, including uh, some in this area, have just gone completely out of business. Yeah. They just shut their doors. Sorry, we're done. It was a tough business anyway, with yeah. all the stuff with the competition, yeah. you know, with home streaming services and all of these things. It was difficult to have movie theaters before this. Now, I mean, you you're going to see. I would not want to be a theater owner right now. No, we've already seen multiple bankruptcies on that front, and you're going to see at least half of these theaters close. Uh, they just came out late last week and said Wonder Woman, the new Wonder Woman 1984, I think it is, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, is going to be in a. It's going to be a simultaneous release in theaters and HBO Max at the same time. So you can see it at home or, I guess, go to a movie theater and see it. That seems like a, a, so, a smart way to cash in yeah. on this stuff. So right? they're trying to get creative with how they're going to do this because there's a whole bunch of movies that are just sitting on the shelf now that are done and ready and could be blockbusters and they won't, they're not releasing them because where are you going to play it? Who's going to go? I mean, there's a whole bunch of the Bond thing, the new Bond movie has been delayed. I don't know, four or five times. And I think now they're talking summer of 2021. Uh, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Black Black Widow is another one uh, with Scarlett Johansson that uh, that's not going to be released. Uh, all right. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three, ninety three. No, it's actually triple eight, seven, two, seven, B-E-C-K.
It's the toughest thing for you. The Pat Gray Unleashed phone number always gets on the air on the Glenbeck <laughs> program once. when we're doing it. That's okay. At least once. You can listen to the Pat Gray uh, podcast, though, and get that number said over and over again. <laughs> it's, it's really exciting. Uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, get the podcast wherever you uh, get mm-hmm. your podcasts uh, as well. Back in a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Now imagine this. You make a list of the gifts you plan on buying for the holidays, and someone randomly gives you the money to help you buy them. That's what Honey is doing. That's right. They're helping pay for $1 million worth of gifts this season. That's thousands of prizes every week. You know Honey as the shopping tool that automatically searches for promo codes and then adds them to your cart when you're shopping online. But there's also Honey's drop list feature, where you can also add all the holiday gifts you have your eye on at certain stores, and Honey will watch it 24-7 and let you know when the price drops on them. Add Honey to your computer and throw in some holiday gifts on your drop list for a chance to win. Honey will randomly select winners and give them shopping money. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Beck. It's joinhoney.com slash Beck. No purchase necessary. You have to have a PayPal account to redeem the prize. Valid only in the U.S. ends December 21st. To enter and get the rules, go to joinhoney.com slash Beck. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn. 888-727-BECK. By the way, speaking of uh, movie releases and all that, you have Disney Plus? Do you watch it much? With the, uh, I the kids do have it? it. I got it basically for The Mandalorian. That's uh, what I did. But I And that's I, about all it's good a, for. Even though The Mandalorian's just kind of, eh, it's okay. Yeah, I haven't really fallen in love with it. I can't, I can't seem to get over the hump of getting into it. Yeah, I, it's not the greatest show ever done. Uh, it's not the worst either. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's it's not bad. I just it's not sucking me in like I I mean I'm the type of person that goes to all the Star Wars movies at the theater. Yeah. You know, I'm too. not like a, an obsessive about it, but I do like to see them all in the theater and this this has been okay. It's just been okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we have, I think they need more original programming on Disney Plus. It, it seems to be what's lacking for adults. I mean, you got all the commercial you got all the movies for the kids mm-hmm. and and you have the Marvel so, stuff and the Star Wars stuff. But. So you want the you want Disney Plus to carry adult movies? Yes, adult movies. Really? Really? That just seems like it doesn't seem into character with you at all. <laughs> like you'd be, I feel like you'd be the type of person who would say, "Don't watch adult movies," but you want Disney to create and carry adult movies. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the pack. They just guarantee. did come out with the statement that they are not opposed to doing R-rated material on Disney Plus. Uh, wait, aren't you? Disney, <laughs> don't Plus. they have like ties to Hulu and all these other services too? Yeah, they why don't do. they just ESPN. put it on there? You could, uh, you really, right? It's such a weird. Th- they just are weird. trying so hard to make Disney this like edgy product. It's like make it a happy product. Yeah, you, you just create right. it. They've had other brands this whole time, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that they've been able to put you know whatever other material they want on there. They just can't keep the Disney thing pure. They just can't do it. They can't bring themselves. And to they do need it. to. It should be. I mean, Walt Disney, I think he'd have a little bit of an issue with what's going on at Disney. Um, But also, Gina Carano, one of the stars of The Mandalorian, uh, she sparked outrage last week uh, when she posted messages on social media. Get this. Here was her egregious sin. I don't know why she's not in prison. I really don't. She mocked wearing a mask. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they want her fired now. Mm-hmm. And she should. That's be. it? Just fired? Yeah. Well, mm. uh, they want her fired. I want her 
in prison. <laughs> I don't even want her to have a trial. I want her to go directly to prison. Uh, it could be Rikers Island. It could be Leavenworth, but it's got to be a federal prison. <laughs> <laughs> so incredible. She tweeted out uh, a meme <clears throat> that said, breaking news, Democratic government leaders now recommend we all wear blindfolds along with masks so we can't see what's really going on. <laughs> How dare she? How dare she? Oh, my. You're not allowed to have that opinion. No, you're not. You're not allowed to say those types of things. And, no, and, you're and not. At least maintain your employment. <laughs> Have you switched over to Parler yet, or, or do you have a Parler account? I think I have the Something. account. I've never actually done anything with it. Yeah. Have you been on it at all? I'm just about to start down that territory. I know. It's a big thing. I, didn't like, I like the idea of having a place where they're not going to be censoring you. Mm-hmm. I actually, what I want to do, and I have a different view on like, you know, there are people like, guys, oh, you should delete your Twitter, get off Twitter. What if we delete and get off of all of them? <laughs> you <know>, that's <laughs> I want to be, what that. I want to be is uh-huh. Pat Gray. Yes. The, I aspire <laughs> to be Pat Gray on social media, which is to... Mm-hmm. Things happen on your social media accounts. I see it all the time. Right. You yes. just don't know that they're happening. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the world that's I want. very true. And so I don't see yes. how it's brought anything of... My wife was society. saying, I thought you were going to post something about our cookies on your Instagram account. I said, Instagram? I, I mean, I know I have one, but I've never been there. So... <laughs> Maybe somebody did. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. By the way, it's scrumptiouscookie.com. We should... Uh, By the way, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. The best cookie I, in the world. And I, It is, and I'm ordering some for my Thanksgiving, okay. which I'm actually okay. going to be holding, even though Andrew Cuomo says not Yeah, to. but just you and your immediate family who lives at your house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no. I'm no? going to be seeing oh, other wow. people. Murderer. And, uh, we're going to do our best to Killer. make sure we don't kill each other. Murderer. Um, but if we kill each other, if we do, at least the last thing we do is eat scrumptiouscookie.com. So that's... that's <laughs> Not a bad thing. It's, I will say yeah, that's going to be good. Not a bad thing. But it is. It, it is that weird, constant pressure to every time someone says something uh, that is right leaning, mm-hmm. to act as if they must be ostracized from society. And yeah. and it's funny because this is such a. It's like this cancel culture thing is a new thing to most people. It's not new to us. We've been going through this mm-hmm. for. A Long million time. years. I remember the first, like, you know, uh, left-wing media watchdog posts about things that we said. And, you know, this is back in, gosh, it's got to be, when was that? 2000, you know, four? Three? I mean, it's a long time ago. I feel like it was Iraq War related, one of the first ones, for some reason. And we were talking about it, and, like, we had a guest on or something that... How dare this guest go on this Glenn Beck? Who is this Glenn Beck guy? Hmm. And we're sitting here going like, what is this? We're, <laughs> are people really upset that we're having it? I thought we were all supposed to have conversations with people. And like, we're not going to shame someone out of existence because right. as a guest showed up on a, a show to, to give us their viewpoint. And that's when, you know, a lot of that stuff started with talk radio. This is the, the, the social media cancel culture thing is just a, 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 a you know accelerated view of what used to happen to us every time we said anything on talk radio right. i'm so used to it and so bored with being threatened of my job and my livelihood it doesn't even register with me anymore mm-hmm. but that's not that's not normal you know i mean people a lot of this stuff targets regular people who are not in the media who have not had to deal with this for a long time who are not public figures and they're not used to it so they cave it. into they're it terrified yeah they're terrified by it yeah. you know like you work at a, a restaurant and you post you know you post something on your social media feed that seems friendly to a conservative cause and you get berated out of society for it mm-hmm. and you're not allowed to no one you can't sell pizza anymore i mean how amazing would that be and it could happen for this uh mandalorian actress 
to lose her job on Mandalorian because she said uh, something negative about mask wearing. Mm-hmm. How ridiculous is that? Really? That inane a comment could actually lose somebody their livelihood? Yeah. Amazing. And it's not about Amazing. mask wearing, right? It's about Democrat versus Republican, left versus right. Yes. I mean, go back. If you go back to March, what you would find is you could go, probably go back and find this stuff on Twitter. You'd find conservatives posting memes about why don't we just open the economy and wear masks? And you'd find uh, liberals attacking them and saying, how dare you? The, mm-hmm. is the CDC is telling us not to wear masks. <laughs> and the Crazy. same sort of threats would be made about people's livelihoods and everything else. Yep. This is so... I mean, the tribal thing is so overplayed at this point. I mean, people have been saying, oh, this is too tribal for so long. It's almost not even a point to be made, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. The, the left will attack anybody. if it. They, they were in front of Congress. They were writing letters about how bad Dominion voting systems were like a year ago. Yeah. And they were, the reason they were saying it, which is hilarious, is because a venture capital firm bought Dominion. And these, those are venture capital. They're evil capitalists. And they probably will try to fix votes against Republicans. And here we are. Now, I, you know, I, look, I don't think, I'll, you know, again, we'll see what happens with the claims on this stuff, obviously. Uh, but didn't plan out for anything for the left, right? If anything, right. we've seen the claims go the opposite way. And now it's crazy to bring anything up. Dominion is basically God. If they, they are basically, they are unfallible. You should never question them. It's, it's, you're a heathen if you do. And that is, it's so ridiculous how predictable this stuff gets. You know what the left is going to say every time a new subject comes up. And mm-hmm. they will reverse themselves completely in a matter of weeks and just act as if the old position didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, are we just supposed to... Forget that you guys just spent four years saying the president was not legitimate. Unbelievable. Are we really just supposed to like ignore that that occurred? Now, I I don't know that the right reaction is to now say everything else that ever happens in an election that Republicans lose is illegitimate. I don't think that's a good response to it. But the bottom line is they were saying all of these things very, very recently. In fact, they were warning Hillary Clinton was saying, don't accept the results. Yeah. Yeah, but how old were you early early in 2020? I mean... Or mid, or late or 2020. Mid, or late. <laughs> how old were you then? I don't even remember those I times. I don't think I was born. 888-727-BECK. Uh, more Glenn, Pat and Stu for Glenn coming up in a second. There is almost always a rise in break-ins during the holidays. It's why Simply Safe Home Security is having a huge holiday sale, 35% off any Simply Safe system and a free security camera. Recently, US News and World Report called it the best home security of 2020. So whether you're traveling or staying put for the holidays, check out 35% off plus a free security camera. This deal ends this week. Now, CNET editor's choice for home security Named the best 2020 by Forbes and Popular Mechanics, it's simply safe. The system has an arsenal of sensors and cameras that protect every inch of your home. Set it up yourself in about 30 minutes. Super, super easy. Then Simply Safe security specialists take over, monitoring your home around the clock and ready to send emergency help the moment there's an alarm. Get 35% off Simply Safe plus a free security camera today by visiting simplysafebeck.com. Hurry, this deal expires on Friday. Simplysafebeck.com. 
All right, we're going to get into uh, the Mumia Abu Jamal situation with uh, Colin Kaepernick coming up here in a few minutes. Uh, you you won't believe it. Uh, but first, over the weekend, uh, Joe Biden asked a very simple question at the end of one of his little press conferences or statements, uh, and it didn't go well for the person asking the question. And just to understand, uh, in, uh, in my Oval Office, you're Mikasa Yukasa. <laughs> I'm going to need you. I hope we're going to spend a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay. thanks, everybody, for coming in. Mr. Mr. Biden, the, the COVID task force said it's safe for students to be in class. Are you going to encourage unions to cooperate more to bring kids back to classroom, sir? Oh, what a brutal question. Okay, so he's put off by the fact that the reporter at the end of his little thing there uh, just kind of yelled out a a question. And he asked him, why are you the only one who ever asked me questions at the end? (laughs) Uh, That's a really great question from Biden. Why indeed, when it happens every single day, multiple times a day to the president, Mm -hmm. people are shouting. Did you you guys played, I think, uh, last Friday that unbelievable uh situation where he wrapped up a conference i think it was pence who got done speaking turned around walked out of the room and they are just screaming hate questions at him uh continuing even after he left the room and shut the door they're still yelling at him so that's what that's what the trump administration goes through every day biden can't handle one one question about lockdowns just really incredible. And why don't people do that to him? It's a good Uh, question. It's a really good question. We should examine that, especially after he's coming out. Like, look, you guys, we're going to open arms for you. Open door policy coming in. Now get out! (laughs) Get out, you bastards! Stop asking me questions! It's it's an interesting (laughs) mix of positions. It is interesting, isn't it? Hmm. Uh, All right. We got Colin Kaepernick calling for uh, the release of Momia Abu Jamal. Uh, We'll get into that coming up next in the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenn Beck program. It's never too early to start gift shopping for the holidays, and today you can save big on a gift they'll use every day. Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon offers seamless Bluetooth pairing, a comfortable noise-isolating fit, and amazing audio quality. So this holiday season, get them something they can use for calls, music, work, play, at home, or on the go. Or just pick up a pair for yourself. Go to buyraycon.com slash beck. Get 20% off your Raycon order. Buyraycon.com slash beck. These days, a strong immune system is crucial for your overall health. Activate your immune health like never before with naturally sourced ingredients, clinically proven to kickstart your immune system. Introducing Quantum Nucleotide Complex, a unique and comprehensive immune-boosting formula from Quantum Nutrition Labs. Our products have been manufactured right here in the USA for over 30 years. Right now, it's our biggest sale of the year. Save up to 50% on our doctor-formulated supplements. That's QNLABS.com. QNLabs.com. Making socialists question their life choices. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Stick around. More after the break. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. 888-727-BECK. 
Uh, Colin Kaepernick's new obsession is freeing Mumia. Mumia is the cop killer that pops up every once in a while because celebrities all want him out of jail. Because all he did was uh, execute a police officer. Does he have to spend the rest of his life in prison making up for that? Have we gotten to the point as a society where you just can't execute people and and then just after a few years of paying for it, uh, you're you're let go and you can go do whatever you want now. I've given back his voting rights, given back his freedom. So that's what a lot of people want. And I I don't understand exactly why. Now Mumia has maintained his innocence this whole time. Because this happened in what? What was it? The nineties? No, it was like eighty one. Oh, it was like okay. early, it's been yeah. a long, long time. And there are just a lot of people who think, well, it's too long. He's been in prison almost 40 years. Let him go. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not even what they're saying. They're just saying, oh, he didn't do anything at all That's wrong. true. That's really what they're that's arguing. True. And they've been arguing this for a very long time. He's been a big celebrity <laughs> cause. He's been a socialist and communist, like act, actual socialist and communist stated party cause mm-hmm. for a very long time. This is one of their those names that pops up over and over again because they think they have a case of why he's innocent and of course obviously colin kaepernick is an idiot and he believes every single bit of this uh he's also a terrible quarterback i don't know if anyone else knows this uh but yeah very terrible quarterback and uh not exactly a, a brain that performs better than his uh, abilities huh. um he is uh, just as confused by facts regarding police violence as he is by defenses and that is a problem <laughs> For Colin Kaepernick as he analyzes these things. Yeah. Um, and it is why he's not in the NFL anymore. It's it's not yeah. because he uh he he thinks Black Lives Matter. Everybody knows Black Lives Matter. So that's not the reason he's not in the NFL. No. And they try to make it the reason, no. but it isn't. It's easy to prove, in fact, in, in that the other people who were who are good players or mediocre players like Eric Reed, who's a run of the mill mediocre mm-hmm. uh, defensive back who did the same things that Colin Kaepernick did. I don't believe he ever wore socks with pigs on them uh, for (laughs) cops, but I do believe he was taking a knee at the exact same time on the same team Mm -hmm. as maintained his career for multiple years afterward. You know, Malcolm Jenkins, who is a, on the same, made many of the same points, although I would say more effectively than Colin Kaepernick, uh, has just, was just rewarded with a massive free agent contract. And he's one of the best safeties in the league. And he's been able to keep his job without any problems, even though he's had all these opinions. The NFL is running nonstop commercials Mm. that are being produced by the National Football League, basically endorsing these positions that Colin Kaepernick is taking. Yeah. All we need to do is work on racism. You know, cops are, are, I think, believe they said the history is complicated. Of course, that's true. (laughs) But I mean, it doesn't mean that this is a sensible um, reaction. But the NFL has virtually turned their PR department over. To the social justice warriors now. It's just here. Do whatever you want with it. it that's kind of what they're doing. Um, and it shouldn't be that way. And there are people who are trying to correct the record here. Michael Smirkanish, uh has been following this for a long time. Wrote a book about uh, Mumia. And what the situation was. With the officer's widow. Mm-hmm. And so he takes on uh, that little issue of uh, of Colin Kaepernick defending him and wanting him out of prison. Here's what he said. And might I suggest that when it comes to Mumia Abu-Jamal, you are similarly out of your depth. 
I see that you've just called for the immediate release of this convicted cop killer, claiming that he was framed by a racist police department for the 1981 murder of Officer Danny Faulkner. This is a subject I know a little something about. You could say that I literally wrote the book. This book. So here's the short version based on trial testimony. On December 9, 1981, at about 4 a.m., 25-year-old Daniel Faulkner was executed while making what seemed like a routine traffic stop. Faulkner pulled over the brother of Abu Jamal, a.k.a. Wesley Cook, who was driving his car the wrong way on a one-way street. Oh. Abu Jamal was then working as a taxi driver. He saw the police stop from across the street. And four eyewitnesses testified at trial as to what happened next. Just Their four? testimony portrayed a horrific sequence. Abu Jamal ran across the street, shot Officer Faulkner in the back, and then finally between the eyes. Before that final fatal shot, Officer Faulkner had himself discharged his gun, hitting Abu Jamal in the stomach. With that bullet, you could say that he confirmed the identity of his executioner. When police arrived, <laughs> yeah. Abu Jamal was still wearing his shoulder holster. Yeah, the murder yeah. weapon registered to him was next to him on the ground at the murder scene. He'd purchased it at a local sporting goods store. Ballistics mm. tests verified that the bullets found in Abu Jamal's gun were the same caliber, brand, and type as the fatal bullet removed from Officer Faulkner's brain. Both men were taken to a local it's ER. Faulkner was pronounced dead. Abu Jamal was heard by witnesses, including a security guard, to say, I shot the MFR and I hope the MFR dies. So the case had mm. eyewitnesses, a ballistics match, yes. and a confession. Whenever I'm educating someone about the case, in addition to what I've just told you, I always like to underscore one fact. Abu Jamal's brother, William Cook, he saw it all. His words to police upon their arrival were, I ain't got nothing to do with it. And he has never testified on his brother's behalf. <laughs> Let me say that again. The brother wow. of the man convicted of killing the cop has himself never taken the stand to tell a different story, and he was there at home in Philadelphia. <laughs> Abu Jamal was never able to cultivate broad community support. People at home hmm. know what happened and never bought into the Hollywood lore. Abu Jamal will die in jail, a fate more civilized than that which he gave to Danny Faulkner. So thank you, Mr. Kaepernick, for listening. I should note, you were invited to be on this program. I was told that you aren't doing any interviews on the subject. Huh. You should know that Maureen Faulkner, police officer Danny Faulkner's widow, would love to talk to you about the case. Hmm. Will you take that meeting? Oh, I'm sure. He's probably on his way to that meeting right now. Yeah. He actually plays a clip Jeez. of Kaepernick going through his case. And number one, he's blatantly obviously reading it, which you could excuse if he's trying to get the case right. But he's obviously doesn't know any of these facts. He's just reading a script written for him. Uh, and, you know, this is the case with all of this stuff with Kaepernick. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he yeah. is an embarrassment. He is. Even if you believe, generally speaking, his case, he's a terrible messenger for this. He is just legitimately hates the police. And it has nothing to do with what they've done. Mm -hmm. It has to do with what his pre preconceived ideas are of what they've actually uh, done. And, you know, he, he stay, he's, continues to make this case, and he's treated as if he's some truth teller. The guy is filling the society with lies on these topics over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And, the, you know, so many just, just embrace it. You know, he's, he's a celebrity, and, and, and you know, people just... Even Smirkanish in this segment um, says, well, you know, I don't really know much about football, but I'm, I, I bet it is the reason you're not in the NFL because you've taken these stances. I, I promise you it is not. Jeez, oh, my gosh. It is not. No. He is just a terrible quarterback that had an, an <laughs> awful, awful career arc 
um, starting from a of an incredibly talented team that he was able to uh, bring to uh, some level of success early in his career, uh, and then a an awful fall off as soon as the the talent dropped dropped away, and a guy who had who was literally the worst quarterback in the league when he left. The people who were worse than him had never played again. And the people, there are people who finished ahead of him in quarterback rating uh, in multiple advanced uh, analytics measures that never played again because they were so bad. And sadly, that's something you're never going to hear on ESPN. No. They act as though this guy is one of the great quarterbacks of all time, and it's such an injustice that he's not in the league right now. Really? Look at the stats and check into the things Stu just said. They're all true. It doesn't take that much research uh, effort to to verify all of that information. Yeah, there's a Stu Does Colin Kaepernick episode of uh, Stu Does America, which you can, of course, subscribe on YouTube to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but go watch that. <laughs> that one I was very passionate about. I, just, I spent like a half an hour laying out the case against Colin Kaepernick. Not that he's wrong about police, but that he sucked as a player. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the, For some reason, there are a lot of idiot athletes and idiot uh, celebrities that have dumb opinions about politics. Mm-hmm. There's not even a... It's it's almost not even worth pointing them out. The problem here is that this guy sucked as a quarterback. That's the problem here. And no one will recognize how terrible he was. Oh, it's just infuriating. And even so, the league has bent over backwards for him. They want him back in the league so badly. He just won't come back. He doesn't want to play in the NFL anymore because he could have a job this year. For sure this year. With all the BLM pressure. Are you kidding me? Oh. If he wanted a job, he'd be in the NFL right now. The league organized a yeah, league-wide right. tryout, tryout to try him. to force him, for him to come back in the league, and he didn't show up for it. And why didn't he show up? Because he didn't want the job. No, he doesn't want to so play. So why would you play? Weaseled out. Why would you play? Why would you risk injury? Why would you train right. hard? Why would you risk failure? I mean, would it be racist when the when a white safety intercepts him? <laughs> I, like I bet it would. <laughs> bet why it would. go through this whole process <laughs> if you're Colin Kaepernick when you can make millions of dollars <laughs> for doing nothing? He gets to sit around mm-hmm. and have this uh, this force field around him. He's protected from every dumb thing he says, and he does nothing for all of his money now. Why work for your money when your money is just handed to you for nothing? That's the life of Colin Kaepernick right now. Yeah. He got 20 million dollars from nike you know he won't admit that though he doesn't say how much money he got because he gets to complain about the wealthiest one percent still right. while he's you know while he's collecting this cash no one knows exactly how much money there's been rumors of millions and millions of dollars but no one knows exactly because he won't say why wouldn't he say because people would mm-hmm. look at well where, where are your charitable donations are you donating this money to these causes no he's not doing anything uh, you know, I, maybe I'm sure he has some some uh, headline donations that he can you know point to, but generally speaking, he's he's thwarted those efforts. He people have tried to come up with actual solutions and and and, and, pro- and programs that will help this problem, and he rejects them. He calls them sellouts. He, I mean, the guy is a terrible human being, in my opinion. <laughs> And uh, and a terrible quarterback in a factual opinion. It's got nothing to do with opinion. It's just laying out the facts. 
He's terrible. And I, <laughs> the reason he's not in the league is because he's sucked at football. That's why he's not in the league. It's got nothing to do with his skin color. There, there are other African Americans that somehow hold on to their jobs in this league. <laughs> Multiple. I've seen several. <laughs> I watched the sport, and several times I've seen African American players holding on to their jobs in it. And you know what? When you look at the percentages of, of of political opinion, it's odds are many share his political thoughts. Yet somehow they are able to keep their jobs when Colin Kaepernick can't keep his. It's really weird. Really sad, Stu, how shy you are on this subject (laughs) that you really won't share your opinion on it. You know, it's sad. Uh, All right. Well, let me tell you about the holidays. You're going to have a, you know, look, you might think to yourself, it's cold. I can't use my rec tech right now. Can't go outside. It's freezing. What am I going to do? What if? You were able to put uh, the delicious food you wanted to uh, cook on your on your rec tech, but you just put it in and then you were able to monitor it from inside in the nice, wonderful heat. You can do that with a rec tech because they have the, the you know, it's a smart girl. Uh, it, it's got this app that is incredible and it is able to uh, let you monitor every little aspect so you can get the exact temperature. You know, this is you're going to you're going to cook food in a way that uh you know you've never been before been able to do if you're if you're maybe you're some expert griller you don't need to be uh with a rec tech rec tech is the place to go to get this grill glenn loves it uh, it is uh he can't shut up about it he never stops talking about it and i i would love for him to stop talking about it but i can't stop him he loves it so much rec tech is sleek and sturdy and its smart grill technology is going to blow you away you can run the entire thing from inside on an app on your phone or device check them out rec tech uh, has all follow them on all the social media sign up for their newsletter r-e-c-t-e-q rec tech rec tech with a q r-e-c-t-e-q dot com you're listening to glenn beck uh pat and Stu for glenn on the glenn beck program triple eight seven two seven b-e-c-k uh despite the efforts the best efforts of uh the gop Almost. I mean, they came pretty close to reclaiming control of the house. It's amazing. Which nobody expected. The only person who said anything like that to me in all the stuff that I read on the election was David Barton. Really? David Barton was the only one I saw that actually made a legitimate case that they could come close in the house. And he was, I mean, he was right. They came really close. And they flipped what? 12 seats? I don't know the exact number off the top of my head. Late last week, it was 12. Might even be more than that now, but it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean. However, Nancy Pelosi is going to continue as Speaker of the House. It looks like uh, it's 222 to 210 right now with three outstanding still. uh, That's really close. So it's going to be one of the closest. If it's not the closest, it's one of the closest margins uh, ever. Minority margin in history, um, which is pretty, especially for a new president coming in. When they thought they were going to pick up a whole bunch. Yeah. They thought it was going to make it easier. It's I heard s- estimates as high as 30. Yeah, I'm surprised too. Didn't how happen. Th- this past, the path of Nancy Pelosi to speaker is as easy as it seems it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, she almost, she had 15 Democrats vote, vote against her last time. Yeah. And why? Because they were, they were not, they were not in control the way they thought they should be. And they're certainly not now. Yeah, they lost. I mean, and these are mostly central uh, or center Democrats that were saying, like, you got, you're not doing a good job. Yeah. Uh, and there's, of course, the left wing as well, the the sort of AOCs of the world who don't like Pelosi for other reasons. And so you'd think there could be some sort of pushback mm-hmm. against Pelosi as speaker. But so far, she seems to be cruising toward it. Yeah, that's now, that's bad for the country, but it's not bad for sales of Nancy Pelosi sucks pens. <laughs> 
<laughs> which we huh. made as, as a pretty much a joke after the after the uh, impeachment. She signed it with the special pen that had her signature on it in gold. So we made replica pens with her signature on it and also the word sucks after it. So it just says Nancy Pelosi sucks on the pen. <laughs> and it's they're actually really nice pens. And, and it's, it's a true statement. It is true. No so one your, can, your pen is speaking the truth without you even using it. Literally no one can deny it. Yeah. It's impossible to deny that Nancy Pelosi sucks. Well, you're an idiot if you try to right, deny it. Right. It's I mean, it's, you can't do it on based on fact. Uh, so <laughs> Nancy Pelosi sucks pen uh-huh. is the place to go. They've been out of stock now for a couple months because... We had some supply issues. We we sold a ton of these things. If you'd like one for the holidays, they are back in stock for a very limited time. Oh, nice. Um, until yeah. they run out. Nancy Pelosi sucks pen.com. Uh, <laughs> it is the ultimate stocking stuffer, I will say. For for that person in your that life. It's a great stocking stuffer. Yeah. How much are they? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Like but I don't $400, know. right? It's less than that. It's so less any, than anything that? Anything less than that is a oh value. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and I will say this. For that Nancy Pelosi uh, sucks pen fan of yours in your family uh-huh. that knows that nancy pelosi sucks uh, this is a good place to go to get them a stocking stuff or nancy pelosi sucks pen.com <laughs> all right